This week we have a movie that could either be a fever dream, a dream come true, or just a really long commercial for the Houston Chamber of Commerce. I'm Derek. I'm Whitney. I'm Jack. And this is Bad Movies, Worst People. Back to school month. All Woo! movies starring little shit kids. All shippers. Yeah. All shippers. Except fuck these kids. I mean, this is an older shippers. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can't say fuck these kids. I'm gonna start with the elephant in the room, maybe for anybody who knows who Jonathan Brandis is. Yeah, yes. I think it's worth talking about. A hundred percent. He was a child actor. Child model first, I found out. And then an actor. If you guys hear squeaking in the background, the dog won't stop squeaking her ball. And I'm not going to make her because it makes her not jump on me. So (laughs) (laughs) So Donna wanted to be on the podcast. Um, But he was a child model and child actor who had varying levels of success as he got older. And at 27... He committed suicide. 2003 is what I, I yeah, remember. I so. He had been in Hearts War, which was a flop, but also his role was basically cut out of it. Yeah. And that was like the last thing he did. And his, according to his friends, he had gotten into a deep depression, started drinking a lot. He ended up killing himself. Uh, later on, though, like recently, like in the last few years, his dad was doing an interview somewhere and said that he doesn't think that it was show business and depression from that that caused it it was just a different time and we didn't really understand mental health the way we do now that makes he sense he thinks that maybe especially with child actors i yeah. mean that, that treated mostly pretty poorly well he thinks that maybe it was his maybe brandis was like uh what would you call it now not bipolar anymore, borderline but, personality yeah, disorder borderline personality disorder because he was he showed some traits of that but people didn't really know what that was at the yeah time. yeah not, it was my uh, sister was actually misdiagnosed bipolar it turns out borderline personality disorder. Um, my new drag name is going to be misdiagnosed. I love it. <laughs> Dude, I'm so, not shaving my beard. 100% rest in pictures. Yes, yeah. rest in pictures. Agreed. John Brandis, and yeah, we're probably going to make fun of him. We are the worst people. Him. We're making fun of this movie. Yes. So. Well, we're going to make fun of this movie for <laughs> sure. Try not to, man. He was my big fucking crush. Uh, the roommate. Shocker. Yeah, the roommate had a big crush on him for but, like, sure. Ladybugs. That's the one I was trying to think yes. of. I was like, there's a big one I'm blanking on. Yeah. It's Ladybugs. Ladybugs I, I was... think as a kid, I didn't know the difference between him and that kid from Last Action Hero and any of the kids from Home Improvement. <laughs> I just thought they were all the same kid. <laughs> they all insert, have similar Insert haircuts. three initials here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know that kid with the floppy hair. I, I have floppy hair where we could be friends. Oh, and this guy is rocking the shit out of the, uh, what did I call it last time? The wedge, yes. where they lift up your hair and shave under it and let it flop. Mm-hmm. Like this guy, Jonathan, is rocking the wedge well i still wedge on you crazy diamond i see it today and i'm like yeah oh if if you're in the mood for some 90s get you some johnny b i mean because he is rocking a 90s haircut the entire time he's pretty much in the limelight i would say if you were a tween in the 90s johnny b was your babe Mm -hmm. Um, did we say what we're doing no we did not yet this is 1992's sidekicks directed by aaron norris (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i read that chuck did this as a favor to his brother that's something i read there also though there was an interview we watched with aaron norris because uh hey guys i own this movie and (laughs) 
beautiful ultra high definition from Vinegar Syndrome. Of yes. course you do. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? And there's a ton of special features, as always. And one of them is an interview with Aaron Norris. Um, did you know he's in the army? Because he says it 140 times. And he's wearing the army hat. Um, and basically, he's, he's like the guy from your high school that, like, you know, was a, a college, a, 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 an athlete that had a Letterman jacket and never took it off. <laughs> yeah. never, you know, ever. you know that I threw for uh, four thousand yards that season, right? There's at one point he's talking about like, you know, we did explosions in movies and how they had like changed the way people did some explosions so you could get the black ring on it so it looked more cinematic. Kind yeah, of. and he's like, thanks, Army, because he was in the whatever the bombers corps, not whatever people who do explosions. Sure. I don't know. Artillery, not artillery, but like whatever. De- Demolitions, Demolitions kind of thing. Yeah. The Bombers Brigade. Bombers Brigade. But yeah, he did. I mean, Chuck Norris, he directed basically every Chuck Norris movie after he started directing Chuck Norris movies. Okay. So, I mean, maybe he did it as a favor. So, like, like all the Delta Force, yeah, the he Lone did, Wolf McQuaid. Like all the ones they do in this. Uh huh. For sure. Which oh, man. There's only three that I can tell, or two that are definite references, maybe three, and then other ones that are maybe like ancillary references, mm-hmm. but like. So he had directed, uh, he did Missing in Action 3 for sure. I don't know if he did the first one. I, I think he did the second and third one. I think he uh, did. Fish and Fireman 7. I didn't see the first six. <laughs> he did do Delta Force and some other ones. But yeah, so he was directing Chuck Norris movies. And so this was like, he had a, I guess he had a script that was about some kid who was dying of cancer or something. Like when these people asked him like, hey, do you have a script? We want to do something with like a kid in it, but like with Chuck Norris. And he's like, sure, I've got a script right here. But he's like, I can't pitch this script because it's the most depressing thing I've ever read. Yeah. So he just started making this up as he was pitching it to people. Yeah, that's a sad script. Yeah, so he was like, okay, well, it's like a kid, and that's all he took from the script that was in his hand. <laughs> but and then he's just like ma- making it up. Yeah, <laughs> so he's just making it up as he goes along. To did to did these Aaron? So you said Aaron Norris didn't write this. He just no. had the. He so came he up with a pitch it. for the. And I'm sure his basic pitch was probably something like, you know, this kid has Chuck Norris as an imaginary friend. Go. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the Imaginary friend, this. maybe. <laughs> maybe this is like a, a fucking multiverse thing, because there's a couple things that happen. They're like, did he imagine that? Yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a bizarre. I mean, it's a it's a, f- a flight of flight of fantasy, like childhood movie is what it is. So, like, there's things where you're like, what? But if you watched it as an eight-year-old as you were intended to, you'd be like, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. If I had a child, they wouldn't be watching this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, but the writer, real quick, Lou Ilar, I believe his name is. Okay, this is the only thing he's ever done. Oh wow! So, writing, he, so he retired on anything. top. <laughs> yes, he, <laughs> he did. knocked one out of the park in his mind. <laughs> well, Aaron Norris did mention he wanted to hire a bunch of friends for this, so maybe Lou Ilar was also a friend. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, because he was like friends with Bo Bridges, and he's friends with. Uh, Oh, who else was in this movie? Uh, the guy from uh, oh, Night Court, pa- Bull. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bull was in it. He's Bull's fun. in it. And uh, Joe the- Piscopo. Yeah. Joe Piscopo neighbor. is Yeah, it- they were next door neighbors. Just, to, just before we actually get into this, Joe Piscopo is in a different movie than everybody else in this fucking movie. <laughs> I don't know. Movie. He's just, he's, del- Joe he's Piscopo eating it. Is- Are you eating- liking it, though? I loved I it. Loved okay, it. I did not. <laughs> I loved it because I was like, Joe Piscopo watched Karate Kid and was like, yeah, I could do that, but like amped up on meth. But yeah. I don't think any. <laughs> so <laughs> I hated it at first. I don't think anybody else was do was in the same movie though as his ham fist. <laughs> I, at the beginning, I wasn't a fan, and then towards the end, I was like, grew on you. Right, yeah, I, I mean, there it. is one problematic role of his in yes, here. Yes, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this movie was shot primarily in Houston, Texas. And it was funded by a guy named Mattress Mac. Um, <laughs> apparently, he's a big like mattress salesman. Why wouldn't you just go Houston by Mattress? Area. Mattress. Yeah. Well, his name is James McInvale. So Ooh. he's Mattress Mac. And I guess he did commercials where he would dress up like a mattress and yell at you. Kind of like the, the, the used car guy oh, here yeah, that yells the, in the commercials dressed like a pickle yeah. and shit. Oh, God. I don't want to know his thing. name. But like, and it's, it's the early 90s, so it makes sense because that's when those things made sense. Like, this guy's still doing it now in Tucson does not make sense. Does not make sense. So well, now it's throwback. A, side, a, a super side awesome note for Mattress Mac is when like floods and everything were happening and people were losing their homes, he opened up his doors so all these people could just sleep on the mattresses. So you're saying that he did place. he did a reverse Joel Austin. Yes. When yeah. this dude shut his church down and locked it up yes. and was like, go die. This guy's this like, guy was like, hey, in. fuck my money, sleep Get on my mattress. Good man. Yeah, I guess all right, he does all it right. regularly because yeah. I guess there are floods there regularly. Not as sure. bad as the one that you're referencing where that mega church douchebag was locking people out. But I guess there's floods a lot, and he lets people come in, people who are on the streets, people Regular. who don't. Good, good for do him. Whatever, Mattress so. Mac, yeah. shout out to you, my, my, my man, Golf Clap. But yeah, there's a whole story that. about it. We'll get into it. But basically, he ended up funding this movie primarily. Almost he the gave, entire fund. He gave, like, one thing I was reading okay. said he gave $8 million, but then another thing was saying it was up to $16 million. He probably spent eight million of his own, then got some tax breaks on the rest. I don't know how money works. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have enough money to know. <laughs> you say eight million, I'm like, that's a made up number. <laughs> is, there's there's no amount of money that's ever been close to eight million. I didn't. Do you know. mean, are you trying to say eight <laughs> hundred? Uh, so apparently Chuck Norris did commercials with him and stuff. So they were yeah. like buddy buddy, and then so yeah, it cost about sixteen million dollars. It made three point eight million its opening weekend, which is not bad because it was second place to Indecent Proposal. Yeah, which is a weird. Uh, double feature if you were around in 1992 <laughs> or I guess 1993 because it's it came out in December of 92 but it was like back then like most movies it was limited because in a few places and then it did wide release in, in May of 93 they did that December release to try and get some you know Oscar buzz that's when you like get the one you get sidekicks for the kids and then you take your spouse to Indecent Proposal <laughs> you're like alright and we'll see you get, two hours this you give an hour 41 minutes how long is Indecent Proposal I think it might be longer you give that kid a handful of quarters and you tell him to hit the arcade in yep. the movie theater <laughs> you're gonna give him a lot of fucking quarters if you're trying to watch a two-hour movie yeah it's fine <laughs> hey when i was getting dropped off these places it was turtles in time mm. uh the simpsons game which is lovely air hockey and the ex oh, fuck air hockey fuck uh <laughs> air hockey's for people with friends yeah i'm talking about playing alone you know how depressing it is to play air hockey alone could you run over there <laughs> I it's had a terrible. Hit it really soft so you have time to get to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I scored <laughs> myself. Damn it. Yes. Uh, but no, X Men, the arcade game. Loved it. This yeah. is what I spent my summers doing. Turtle. My Excuse me. God. <laughs> Excuse me. God, her sneeze put poop in my underwear. <laughs> uh, Turtles in Time, by the way, is one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah, absolutely. Big Apple, 3 a.m. So this movie did not do well, though. Back to what we were talking about. Oh. Talking, speaking of spending a bunch of quarters, sixteen million dollars. <laughs> how much this movie cost? Seventeen point eight million was its overall. That's box a lot office. of quarters. Yeah, sixteen million. That's like that's like fifty something million quarters. It's insurmountable. It's sixteen times four. <laughs> but yeah, so seventeen point eight million total. Not great. Yeah, uh, it never got put on DVD. Or Blu-ray. Like, this is, like, the first time it's been released on disc, this uh, Vinegar Syndrome release, which I think is part of the reason they did it, because it's not... Vinegar Syndrome specializes in, like, 
cult classics, exploitation, grindhouse. But this is barely cult, if it is at all. Well, no, that's the thing. I think it qualified for what they were doing, because they also, they did get, they have some kind of deal going with, like, MGM, so they can do some, because they also did Showgirls and Roadhouse and some other movies like that. Roadhouse. But um, I think because it had no other release, they were like, hey, gotcha. let's do this. There's because a market Air- for it. I'm just, I'm saying it's not, it's not cult as anything else on your shelf. I know I've seen it, so I must have been a TV like a syndication, like TNT. I feel like I feel like a TBS thing. TNT kind of. Because I know uh, I saw it a dozen times. I mean, Lazy Day show. Yeah. yeah. So nationally, it was released April thirtieth, nineteen ninety three. So I think I mentioned that. And guess what came out one year later? Roadhouse. No, that was earlier. <laughs> Last Action Hero. Oh yeah. Which oh. they the some of the guys in the, the special features. Script. Yeah, some of the guys in the special features were like, oh, they aped us, and I was like, well, yeah. I like Sidekicks. Okay, I think it's fine. Last Action Hero I think is it's insurmountably better. <laughs> insurmountably. Better. Yeah, it is. It, you're you're not wrong. It is insurmountably better. We did just watch that a couple nights ago, At right? At the hotel. It's yeah. an improved yeah. script. It's an improved um, um, cast. Well, just the idea is better, too, because this... So, I mean, we can, I guess we can get into it. I'll, I'll give a little... Or did you want to do the summary? I can do the summary. If you got one, Go hit for it. a quick right. summary. I'm going to do a quick summary under 30 seconds. Ready for this? There's an asthmatic boy who wants to do karate and his idol is Chuck Norris. And so he daydreams in the middle of class or PE or anything about being in these movies with Chuck Norris. While and walking. Then, <laughs> while walking. <laughs> and then uh, teacher Pet, apparently, she gets him involved in, uh, he gets a sensei. They uh, actually get to be in a karate contest because he wants to beat a bully's ass. That was exactly 30 seconds by my count. Yeah, basically. That was well well, <laughs> well said. Thank you. Thank you. And they specifically said a bunch of times, like, we were not trying to like ape Karate Kid. And I was like, well, you did. Yeah. Oh, there's one uh, of the things. Yeah, you Mako. did because this the, the guy playing Uncle, which I think you're-, you're Mako. 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 Love this guy. I know him from one of the, uh, the, the Conan's. Conan yes, the, he's Bavarian. In the Bavarian. He's in both. He's a he's the wizard guy in both. He's also the narrator. In gotcha. The first one. Yeah, because as soon as I saw the very first time I ever watched this movie uh, was as, as an adult. I never saw it growing up. Mm. So I saw it as an adult as one of uh, me and the bleeps drinking movies and found it not exactly what I wanted. But long story short, I saw this dude and I was like, I know him. I rack. I try to do the natural thing instead of going straight straight to IMDb. He's like, all right, yeah. dude, how do I know this guy? And it took me a while, and I figured out. Keep your brain muscles strong. Yeah, I gotta keep a nice wet brain here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, one more thing I did want to say. What was it you found? You said though, besides Conan. No, no, that's what I. That's what I remembered him from. Well, he real quick. He did. He was considered for Pat Morita's role. Oh, okay. He was in the running. So, all right. Basically, he's like consolation prize. I'll be. I like Jonathan Brandis's. I think he, to Love me, him. I think he's the bright spot in this movie. Yes, oh, he he's is. fucking hilarious too. He's the best. When we're first Mr. introduced Dumpling. to him, I mean, we'll we'll get there, but if, well, I'll just do it right now. When we're first introduced to him, and he's waiting in line at that train, and there's an older Chinese guy in front of him smoking a fat, big fat cigar. And there's a no smoking sign. Yeah, and the guy's like, "Hey, can you tell that C slur that C word?" Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, all right. I'm not trying to say that you should use this word ever. Ever, ever. But if you're the type of person to use this slur against an Asian person, you might not want to say it to another Asian person. Right? Yeah, so can you tell this C slur to put out his cigar? There's no smoking here. And he's like, "Uh, which one? Mako says, which one? Since all of us C slurs look the same. Yeah. Or look so much alike. (laughs) And he's like, that one in front. Hold on, I have it written down because the way he said it. Okay, so he says, which one are you referring to since we all kind of look the same? He's like, the one in front of you, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Which also, 
My different, name's not Charlie. Different, Charlie's Vietnamese. Charlie's yes. specifically Which is about still a Viet slur, Cong. Technically, but it's it's a very militaristic but term for Viet Cong. It's, it's good because we have to say it because of the comeback. He he ends up telling the guy to put out his cigar and he takes it from him and he puts it out. And he, he does, goes, no, he does a magic trick. Yeah, well, he puts it out first, right? Does, no. no, he doesn't put no. it out. That's no. right. So yeah, he does a magic trick, makes it disappear, and he's like, "By the way, my name's not Charlie," and walks away. And then this dude's like pants are on fire. His jacket why, is why on fire. Smoke? It's a smoking jacket. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> he slipped the cigar into the guy's jacket and then the cops come and then presumably give him a ticket for smoking yeah which is hilarious. i hope so you fucking piece of shit so before you guys start talking again i wanted to say this <laughs> um all of the people at the the tournament those like the people fighting and everything oh those the, were the, all, at the end of it yeah yeah those are all aaron's friends like these are all people who oh, professionally okay. fight martial arts man there oh, is wow. a there is a phenomenally dressed black gentleman in this at, at that tournament oh with the sparkle oh. dude i wanted to watch him fight so bad and he doesn't put one foot on this mat i was so upset oh okay that's not the one i'm thinking of like, oh not the, the sparkle, sparkle gi. the sparkle gi not guy the sparkle does a, gi. sorry this guy he's wearing he's wearing a normal white gi but he's got like it almost looks like um a black exploitation character because he's a huge <laughs> gold medallion he's got like the soul glow perm mullet and a beautiful fu manchu like he could have just been straight from the last dragon absolutely <laughs> and he's on the side running some dojo, but he doesn't fight. His students do. And I'm like, that's every time the camera goes by, I'm like, missed opportunity. Yeah. Show me this dude fighting. Please. And you, I just want to say one more thing I did, forgot to say earlier. Since we have to talk about him killing himself. If you guys need to talk to somebody, call somebody. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. Call <laughs> like, me. There's a stupid meme that goes around that I actually really love. I say stupid because it's, you know. It's a meme, but it says, I'd rather hear your story than go to your funeral. Yeah. yeah not wrong. 100%. Yeah. Just reach out. Everybody cares. And if they don't, fuck them. What is it? Huh. Star 988? Is that the number now? Is the it? National Suicide Hotline. All those Arizona breweries do the 1-800-TALK-SOMETHING. It used to be 1-800-TALK-SOMETHING, and then they now there's a national one that's like Star 988, I believe. Yeah. I should have done my research. but um, And then, so also, obviously, this movie features Mr. Chuck Lee Norris. Mm -hmm. That's his real name. No, it's, it's Carlos. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you watch special features, you will find out. Dude. Carlos and Aaron is Butch. Yeah, Aaron Norris is like, I call him Carlos because that's his real name. And then like five times Aaron's in this 20-minute thing, he's Butch. like, and I said to Carlos, which, which is Chuck's real name, uh, he just keeps saying it. And I'm like, yeah, we know. We got it. <laughs> um, but his first movie credit is in Way of the Dragon with Bruce Lee. He's oh, one yeah. of the people who fights mustacheless, which is weird. Mm -hmm. Still still a ginger. Still Didn't hairy. Didn't change. Still hairy, but no mustache. And I don't like it. He's out there repping for the Reds. He was, not Is anymore. he your guys' idol? No, no, Ron Howard. Oh, no. Did you know? So, like, you know all the Chuckisms? Like, Chuck Norris went to the Virgin the, Islands. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he, they like went in on it, and they were gonna do like a whole book and everything. Like Chuck and Aaron, were he gonna originally do tried to sue the guy. That, well, he, he likes it now. This. Oh, yeah, they love but it. But his now. reasoning was, he's like, they're not really family friendly. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, you are too wholesome. Shut right? up. Supposedly, <laughs> according to the IMDb trivia, so take it as you will. His favorite. Chuck Norris fact is before the boogeyman goes to bed, he checks the closet for Chuck Norris. Yeah, he did say it in one of the in the Expendables, right? Well, do you know why Chuck Norris doesn't fart? Even his butt doesn't talk shit behind his back. Aww. <laughs> well, that's wholesome. <laughs> so family friendly. It is. So let me, let me, jokes are huge in my family. Let me go ahead and address some stuff here because Chuck Norris is a problematic figure in modern America. I don't know if you guys know. Depending on who, what side of I the really aisle don't. you're on, I guess. But he. So the fun facts about Chuck Norris: Spill he is tea. a really good martial artist. Like yep. this, it's not movie shit. 
Uh, he's one of three Americans to have an eighth degree black belt in Taekwondo, a tenth degree black belt in Tang Soo Do, fifth degree in karate, third degree in Jiu Jitsu, a black belt in Judo. He's an honorary Texas Ranger and an honorary Marine. So those are all like things to say about him that are like, wow, this guy's kind of a cool dude. On the other side, I mean, like I said, it depends on where you fall on the political spectrum and stuff. I'm not a fan of a lot of these people. He's a good friend of and endorsed both George H.W. and W. Bush. All right. Uh, he's a born-again Christian that doesn't believe in evolution. He, okay. He's very vocal about that. He endorsed Trump. He endorsed Mike Huckabee. Uh, he's a columnist for WorldNet Daily, which is a right-wing thing. where he's That's where he's talked a lot about uh, how prayer belongs in school. Um, Fuck off. The Golden Compass is an anti-Christian movie. He's a vocal secessionist. For Texas to secede from the United States? You know what? Let them. I, I mean, I'm not against it. Let them. Just get them out. Let them. Next time they have a big disaster, let them look to their Lord and Savior, Joel Osteen. Or Mattress Mac. <laughs> he also endorsed uh, a guy named Roy Moore for Senate who uh, was arrested for sexual misconduct with minors. So, Jesus oof. fucking Christ. I mean, Christ. politics aside, evolutionary uh, denier. Yeah. Come on, guy. Yeah. He's just, it's that whole born again Christian, like, just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I said, if that's you know good that Jesus you, was the first born again like, Christian. <laughs> he died, and then three days later, he was born again. Well, he's not he a born. He's not, he wasn't a Christian though. He was Jewish. He didn't believe in himself. Well, he came back as a Christian. <laughs> that's the born again part. Yeah. It's like, oh, well. That's why people always tell you you should believe in yourself because you never know if you're Jesus. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not. I'm pretty sure I'm not Jesus. I, don't know. I would. I would follow you. Well, yeah. Okay. Follow me. Try to walk on water. We both drown. <laughs> I feel like we could do it. I can I can turn wine into piss? I can turn yeah. I can turn an empty uh, a wine bottle into an empty bottle real yeah, quick. I can I can use my magic to turn water into beer. Just give me like I don't know four weeks. <laughs> so can we get to my first problem with this movie? Every flashback or uh, schizophrenic episode or whatever it is <laughs> is better and i want to watch that movie more than this because yes. they're based on chuck norris movies. yeah they yeah. are they're all all actual chuck norris well movies. they're not some of them are like tangential references oh, like, like the, the western one and stuff yeah it's not but, by name like this can we first... get to my favorite part of this movie is this chick tied up moaning sexually in this kid's fantasy she's not doing yeah. like uh oh yeah oh no help me it's like a uh, uh. So, I mean, these are all things taken from, (laughs) you know, Chuck Norris movies, like we said. But this is also obviously just that it's Jonathan Brandis. Well, let's call him his character's name. Barry Gabruski. Oh, I didn't know he had a last name. Yeah. Everyone everyone just calls him Barry Wary. I thought Wary might be his last name. Barry Wary, by the way. What the Terrible. fuck kind of an insult is that? Terrible. I thought the whole time, like, at least Dingleberry. Like, low-hanging fruit is Dingleberry. I think it was... Barry, be wary, because I have asthma and I can't do anything. And the, the, these Which kids also, don't know what the fuck wary means. They're from Texas. Yeah, they're just saying Barry wary because it sounds like a baby. You talk know, thing. you know who yeah. we did not address that was in this movie. We haven't gotten there yet. Who? Her the, name. The chick tied up. No, Jonathan oh, Brandis' oh, oh. girlfriend, Winnie Cooper. Yes. Winnie yeah. Cooper. And oh, yeah. uh, what do you call it was still on the air, too, which is interesting. Wonder Years. Wonder Years. I didn't know it went to 93. Oh, I didn't You know, either. she's an absolute genius, right? No, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, when, she's got like 
mathematics PhDs and shit. Yeah. And she's written she a bunch of MIT books after about like, years. like she wrote like a book about some equation that her and some other mathematicians like created. Wow. That's like a big thing. Yeah. She's like a fucking genius. The other fun so fact, she's doing a good Winnie hunting. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if all that's making her much money because she spends all of her time now making fucking Hallmark movies. Hey, oh, there's a wow. lot of money. Hey, in you that know shit, what? Though. You got girls got to eat. Sure. Science does not pay the bills. Movies. Lifetime movies. Science is her passion. Jesus pays her bills because Hallmark <laughs> movies are all Christian, like hard Jesus Christian. Jesus pays her bills. <laughs> oh man, give me that bumper sticker. <laughs> so let's just start the movie okay. because we've only been talking all for right, twenty or so minutes. Right. Um, so the first, we start in a daydream. Daydream number one of I believe seven. If we maybe eight or nine, if we include some of the little things, flittering but, ones. But it's, I believe this is like a roughly an octagon reference, which is a Chuck Norris movie, because he's a ninja in that, but he's not a white ninja. This white ninja thing is only this movie. Yeah. I thought this was kind of generic, and, and, yeah, and it's fine. But, but not- I mean, there's the octagon. He is like a ninja fighting like ninja clans. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe. I don't know. But we start with like mysterious Japanese looking stuff. You know, it's very generic, like you said. Uh, and then we have Julia Nixon, who friend welcome, of the welcome, show. Yeah, welcome back to the show, Rambo Two's uh, co bow. Rambo, 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 Rambo. Yeah, Kiss, Miss Kiss Kiss Bang Rambo. Bang herself. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, playing Noreen Chan, uh, she's in bondage as she is through most of his fantasies. Until it, yeah, until it changes until it changes to Winnie Cooper just, being in bondage. Which is character maturity. Yes. <laughs> he grew up and he started fantasizing about women his own age. Yeah. Did you ever get there? Which made it weirder for the dudes watching this movie that were really into Noreen Chan being in bondage. That all uh, of a sudden it was Winnie Cooper and they were like, uh, 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 and then they got escorted out of the well, I've got you a have a seat right here, sir? Now. Could you have a seat right here, sir? Uh, have, have, a have a seat right there. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't mind that. Back. I don't mind that Winnie Cooper in bondage. Could you have a oh. seat right here, sir? <laughs> Chris Hansen will be here this whole month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope I hope Chris Hansen's ready to have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like some evil shogun guy, and this very like his fantasies are spinoffs of Chuck Norris movies, but they're like cartoony versions. Mm. So there's like this evil oh, showgun the, guy. The Foley work is going to tell you how cartoony <laughs> it is. Yes. And this the, the white ninja appears who is Chuck Norris. I mean, maybe not, but... <laughs> and when you say white ninja, he's, you mean... He's a white guy, but he's also in white ninja garb. The bleachest garb. white... Uh, it's not even a gi, but yeah. It's the, well, it's, and it's like... It's like, it's like he's got like padding for like armor, but mm-hmm. it's like soft fake muscles. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's not going to stop a sword. Nope. No. But it'll help with nunchucks. Nunchuckas. (laughs) (laughs) He shows up and kicks this guy, the Shogun guy, into a fire, and the guy's just like, woohoo, my butt's on fire. He's like running around with like smoke coming out. Might as well have been Yosemite Sam. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is burning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it couldn't be Yosemite Sam because Chuck Norris wouldn't kick another ginger into a fire. Especially one that has uh, pro gun and anti evolution and has a a huge mustache. mustache. Huge. I mean, Yosemite Sam is a Texan if I ever saw one. I mean, Yosemite's not in Texas, but that doesn't matter. I heard Yosemite Sam came from Chuck. Norris's chest hair. <laughs> Are we going to start our own Chuckism? We're going to start our own Chuckism. Yes, I'm for it. <laughs> so yeah, she's like screaming, like someone please let me out of here, while Chuck Norris is fighting all these ninjas. Be right and he's with like, you, ma'am. Yeah, be right with you, lady. Lady, damn it, I fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's it's straight to the camera. Like I'm a hero. So the second ninja shows up, who's much smaller in stature and sounds like a little girl, and it's Chuck Norris's sidekick. And Ooh. so they're beating up all these ninjas and they do this like arm lock spinny kick thing this is the double dragon movie we deserved <laughs> this right here where these guys go actual back to back and just start effing up ninjas yep. this scene is better than double dragon yes this scene 
is a double dragon <laughs> movie for five minutes and then it's over. And then when it ends, they have their masks off and Chuck Norris is like, thanks, Barry. I can always count on you or whatever. He's like, that's what sidekicks are for, Chuck. And I'm like, you were 40 seconds in this movie. They already said it. Yeah. He said it. <laughs> said it. Cuts to he's waking up from his daydream in class and, and he's talking out loud. He's like, no problem, Chuck. That's what sidekicks are for in class. And everybody makes fun of him. And you're supposed to feel bad for him, but I don't. Yeah. Well, I feel bad for him because I think this is misdiagnosed. I don't think these are daydreams. These are psychotic episodes. <laughs> Does Chuck you Norris really show right. up at the end? Do, yeah. Is Chuck Norris actually there? We don't know. I say yes. <laughs> the wind blows and he disappears. We've all had daydreams, I hope. I mean, I'm a big fucking daydreamer. I'm never saying these things out loud. And it's a, my daydream is me kind of looking off in the distance and, and thinking about something, not actually being there, not living in the Would moment. Would you say you're a... Daydream believer. <laughs> oh, I was going Chuck Norris Queen. <laughs> I was going dream, dream, oh. dream, dream. But that song literally says daydream. <laughs> yeah, daydream believer. <laughs> <laughs> I went to another Jonathan Brandis movie. All right. Yeah. So yeah, he turned. We this kid has asthma, and he uses this once a day inhaler as an emergency inhaler. Oh god. As a kid who had, as a person who had asthma when I was a kid, this is not what you carry around with you. Well, we're also going to find out that asthma is a choice, Derek. Well, it is. It's it a- not. It's not I a- willed mine away. <laughs> what does he call it? What does he call it? Is it a um, crutch? Mako is trying to teach him if thief. it is. Figure out if it's a crutch or a thief or if it's real. I mean, the doctor does say that he's faking it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's psychosomatic. I think part of it is, you know, whatever happened with his mom passing away and Bo Bridges isn't paying attention to him. And so, I mean, not that Bo Bridges is a bad father in this movie. He's just busy because he's a single father. And he's trying to pay those bills. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. By the way, let's just get to this real quick. They live in this like kind of shithole house and he's like a computer programmer in the like, early 90s. Whereas Winnie Cooper lives in a fucking mansion around the corner, oh, that, that's and her dad's castle. just a Texan. Yeah, like you're telling me this guy who works at com- on computers is living in this garbage house. Houston is not. Here's that expensive. the thing. My he... dad is a computer programmer, and I mean, I didn't grow up in a mansion like Winnie Cooper. Right. But I didn't grow up in a hovel like fucking Barry. Here's the thing. It's a nice middle class house. Texas like... doesn't like outsiders because Winnie says it, or the, the <laughs> Winnie and and, and uh, uh, old Barry Wary talk about it. Says my dad just got here. And you know, and she goes, "Well, my dad said she would have strung this. He would have strung this guy up and shot him." I'm like, wow, that's Texan. He's yeah. old money. He's been yeah. there. Yeah. You just moved in here. Guess what? Put your time in. Live in this shithole, <laughs> and we'll let you. You get one. You want a castle? We'll get you a castle. <laughs> I get you a castle. I'll get you, you a g- green paint. You want a green door? I'll put a green door <laughs> on it right now. The reason why he's in a shithole is uh, because he's a Democrat and he's <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> oh. That's fair. Yeah. That's honestly very fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't think about that. He did not have a uh, pro-Bush sign in his front yard. No, so. he didn't. He was Al Gore all the way. A, no, this was a different Bush. So that he would have voted for... Uh, pro. Oh, fuck. No, what was... The, maybe. Who was the one... Is that a Ralph Nader sign in your front yard? Who was Dan Quayle with? I know. He couldn't spell Clinton potato. was 90... 92. People act like our, our president... Our, our current president, um, you know, being dumb like Biden, like God, Biden's so dumb. I'm not arguing that. It's not the first time stupidity has been in power. I mean, like, <laughs> like everyone's like, oh God, look at what Biden's doing. It's like, look, I, I know that you're a Republican hating on Democrats. Look at all of them. Yeah, for they're the all most terrible. part, they're all terrible. They're all dumb. None of it matters. Michael Dukakis, by the way. 
Dukakis. All that might be cut. Who knows? We'll I'm, all fi- I'm all fired up. Let's talk about sidekicks. <laughs> all right. So this <laughs> is where this is where we meet Winnie Cooper. The actress's name is Danica Ooh, McKellar. Not yes. in my life. <laughs> she will this... always be Winnie. I don't even know what her name is in this one. Lauren. Lauren. Yes. Uh, well, fuck me. And then the teacher, who is Julia Nixon, who, like you said, is in bondage in this movie constantly. The kid has an, an unhealthy obsession with his teacher. I swear I've never been there. I have. <laughs> I was going to say, all right, well, I, I have to swear I have been there. <laughs> uh, your Honor, <laughs> if it pleases the court, let me put forth evidence of uh, your man in fifth grade. I mean, there was only like two or three of them. I had some, I had some coaches, volleyball coaches coach oh she could get it she's probably gay um <laughs> not in my not in my uh john my not in my berry fantasies <laughs> fantasies yeah because they're frantic, frantic. Fantasies. Yeah, got it. but yeah we've all had we've all had that fantasy oh, yeah. teacher mm. so she tells the teacher tells him hey stay after class i need to talk to your dad again again she says uh Just her, to let the audience know yeah the dad comes in played by Bo bridges brother of lloyd bridge or brother of jeff bridges son of lloyd bridges which i didn't know that Lloyd Bridges was their dad until this calendar year. Oh, fun connection has nothing to do with anything because I wouldn't know it off the top of my head. I saw it on uh, the the Imdba Imdba Mako was in at least one episode of the Lloyd Bridges show. Oh, so really? Fun. He was in like four episodes of Mash as, as different four different characters. characters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't. I was at first. I was like, well, that's pretty racist because people were like, whatever. It's just an Asian guy. But yeah. then I'm like, eh, TV back then, you weren't worried about reruns and stuff. You didn't have home video. It wasn't HD. And yeah. so a, a lot of times, the people did play more. I mean, X Files does did it a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. With various race people, like it was like I'm in this episode as this guy, and then two seasons later, I'm this colonel, and three seasons later, I'm this prisoner, and you know. So. And then I'm. I'm the alien in the toilet of the porta potty. That's why I don't poop outside. <laughs> We're doing another movie. The next episode, I believe, maybe two episodes. I don't know. An episode. It's a little. It's a. I'm not sure when when things are happening. It depends on people's availability. But we're doing The Wizard, starring Fred Savage, also from Wonder Years. Also, Bo Bridges plays his dad in that movie. Okay. <laughs> Is he a better dad or a worse dad? Not sure yet. We haven't watched it. Ever? I've seen it, but it's yeah. been a it's been a many a moon. I don't That's know where I But I want to say it's, it's, it's a pretty similar dad because I'm pretty sure in that movie, these kids go on a road trip. And no parents do anything about it. I believe that. I think the parents might might be trying to find them. Um, All right. Well, spoiler for it. They hire a bounty hunter. That's what it is. I was like, I've seen the movie, but it's been at least 15 years since I've seen it. I do own it, but I I bought it to do for this. So we'll get there. So we'll get back to Bo Bridges. Stay tuned for a little more action with us. He's telling the teacher how... Like, I try to help him, but I'm busy with work and stuff. And he's so busy with his videos and his karate games. I'm pretty sure he meant to say karate videos, karate and video games. Yeah. I don't know what karate games are. Unless he's watching Mortal karate Kombat. videos and playing karate video games. I don't. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, think all we a, see him do is watch Chuck Norris movies. I think it's a Bo Bridges mess up. Yeah. And just, you know, this is, this is not or a high budget Or it's just movie. the whole thing of the dad going, I don't know, his karate <laughs> jib jab. He's over there hula hooping and fogel birding. It's like, <laughs> it's like you with your daughter. You're like, she, I don't know. She does the talkers well, because and ticks. She's on the ticks and the talks. It's just because all she does is TikTok and listen to mumble rap. I can't make jokes about that because I'm like, you know, with the bribber and the bribber. <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're saying. <laughs> saying something about Xanax and being sad. I listen don't know. to something I can make fun of, please. So his dad takes him to fucking Stone Gym or whatever the fuck this is called. And oh, we yeah, meet, yeah. We meet Kelly Stone. Stone Dojo. Stone Dojo, who's played by Joe Piscopo, uh, who's most known. I think he's most known for being on SNL. He that's, was there for like four years. That's what I know years. him from. Uh, he's in another movie we will be doing this October when we do Trick or Treat Williams. He's Ooh, in yeah. Dead Heat with Treat Williams. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. 
I mean, is it October yet? It's gonna be a good one for <laughs> us. <laughs> so he's basically the asshole sensei. He's like a cartoon version of John Kreese. Yes, that's well said. Yeah, got the got a got a mullet. Um, what I'm assuming is a spray tan. Yeah, and some gold jewelry. And oily. Oh, this whole movie, he is oily. Yeah, you could just throw this guy in a pan and crisp him up real nice. <laughs> I'm a little jealous of his like. Curvature, though. Jello. Yeah, no, he's uh Joe's he's, rocked in this movie. It, he's looking, he's looking like an asshole karate dojo. Yeah, steroid fit, like he's fit. Oh yeah, no, this he's isn't not Rambo like three. This is like Rambo two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's maybe looking, Rambo, he's maybe good. first blood. He's looking good for for Piscopo. Oh, um, yeah. but it starts with Bo Bridges trying to get his attention while he's teaching a class. Which, first of all, don't fucking walk in and interrupt the class. Yeah. Just wait. I'm gonna let him know I'm here. No, don't. Don't. He's busy. Yeah, stay like, in the office. Even if he wasn't an asshole, you're being disrespectful to the dojo. And yes, then you what are. does he do to even more disrespect this oh, dojo? Oh, he walks on the mat to try to get Joe Piscopo's with attention. Shoes. And yeah, yeah, with his shoes, shoes. He's like, we do not wear shoes on the mat here. And dude, when he's in the office, so he goes into the office and he talks to them. And he's trying to talk, and the kid is trying to talk to him. The kid's freaking out, Barry. And he starts having an asthma attack. And Joe Piscopo is ranting. And he's like, hey, kid, could you wheeze a little quieter? I'm trying to talk here, which is fucking hilarious. There are <laughs> maybe three or four genuine laughs I got at this movie that they wanted me to. There's other yeah. laughs in this movie because you made something bad. Yeah. This is one that was a genuine laugh. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, I, I laughed out loud every time great. I was. There's one <laughs> the, the coming towards one of the later fantasies that is one of my favorite things we've done on this show. So we'll get there. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> but yeah, so he's like, I've, you've been doing this for a long time. I bet you're almost as good as Chuck Norris. And this sets Joe Trigger word. off. Yeah. We're talking trigger <laughs> warning before that existed. This, like is, a, that this is a PG. Trigger, that is his face. This is yeah. a PG movie, but to. To paraphrase what he says here is basically, fuck that ginger, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've heard that before. <laughs> Do you know why Chuck Norris doesn't p- compete anymore? Because he knows I will kick his I kick ass. his ass. I would kick his ass twice. Yes. <laughs> to send the point home. I don't buy it, Joe. Hey, and you nope. know what? Here's a great example of, uh, I don't know, Piscopo's... Pistol? Nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Because it comes back around at the end and they get to fight. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah is it does. The, which, honestly, when they get to fight, I was like, this is what I'm here for. I don't give a shit what happens with Barry. I want to watch Joe Piscopo and Chuck Norris or fight. Do or, or, or do they? Or do they? Is this they? guy real? Is this karate tournament real? I'm not convinced. You know what? Is this a Jacob's Ladder thing, but like he's in an asylum instead of dying? I'm not convinced that he just ha- <laughs> didn't have a brain aneurysm right away. And this is his purgatory. He has to fight his way to heaven this movie starts with his first aneurysm which was the daydream yeah and when he wakes up in class and everybody's laughing daydream believer <laughs> when he wakes up in class and everybody's laughing at him he has an asthma attack falls over that's it he's oh, in he's the hospital dead. the rest yeah. of the movie all or the kids dead. laughing at him demons yeah Ooh. this just i mean in. that fucking chalinsky kid or whatever the fuck his name is he's probably a fucking demon oh this shit Chilini? bully Chilini? Oh. is that his name yeah the, the bully the Chilini. shit bully he's a bad yeah. bully yeah, we'll get to it at the end why a, he's why I think he's a bad bully. He's terrible at being a bully. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what it is when they're leaving. I just I loved Bo Bridges' delivery. They they he's like you know what let's just leave because the guy's freaking out about Piscopo's freaking out about Chuck Norris, and he's like I kick his ass, I kick his ass. He says it twice, and as they're walking out the door, door Bo Bridges is like yeah no we we got it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and then like aren't they like oh we'll find something else? There's so, the karate's yeah, not we'll all there is, is oh, yeah. what is what Barry Wary says. Yeah, and he comes Joe Piscopo's like man that's the smartest. Thing you've said all day. Karate isn't all there is. It's just the best.
best there is. <laughs> Joe Piscopo takes off his gold chain and Mike drops it. <laughs> yes, he did. So we get to Barry's watching. This is the only clip we see of an actual Chuck Norris movie. He's watching Missing in Action. Uh-huh. I think it's the first one. And it's the... It cuts to a daydream where it's basically, it's the scene where Chuck Norris comes up out of the water and shoots the gun. If you've seen Missing in Action, it's kind of the scene. Yeah. Missing in Action, by the way, just Rambo 2 knockoff. Schlock is F. Yeah. It, it, by the way, <laughs> I don't know. Don't change that dial. Coming yeah. attractions. Whatever the fuck you want to say, it's coming. It's, it's on its way. <laughs> so we get the most problematic thing in this movie, which is Joe Piscopo as this Vietnamese like general or whatever. Is it safe for us to parody Joe Piscopo? Yes. Because he's doing yeah. a very bad I think it's fine accent. because his accent is not... He's... But I think he's intentionally doing the bad thing. That doesn't make it much better, though. But he's got that Fu he's got, Manchu going on. He's got on. brown face. Yeah. He's got a glued-on Fu Manchu. Or is it just his tan? He's got no, that no, circular hat. No, no, you can see the edge of the paint on his face. Oh, yeah. Like, you can see it doesn't go to his ears He's and not stuff. dropping a lot of dialogue, you know, like actual words. But when he does, it's like, now me kill you. Yeah. You know? Me and, kill you. Da, da, da. But oh, dude, to, no. I don't know if it's to his credit or against his credit, but there's a lot of times where he's just going, oh, oh, yeah. oh, here, yeah. oh. Like, yeah. yeah, it's not real words. Noreen Chan, Julia Nixon, is in bondage again. Again. Uh, Chuck Norris pops out of the water with his machine gun and starts firing. And then uh, Barry j- pops out of the water with his machine gun and starts firing. So they're both firing. But again, this is the cartoon version of Missing in Action, so no one dies. No. Uh, people get knocked over by stuff. There's an explosion, and it like, blows a couple of guys into a tree, and they're like... like <laughs> There's no death because it is a PG version. Uh, oh, at Aaron some point... Also does, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, Aaron also says, well, you know, it's just impossible for a machine gun to even work after it's been submerged in water. Which is not true with certain makes and models. Well, probably not <laughs> this gun, but he was like, he basically said like they did it to where he would come out and like they're like, he's like, I did everything I could to get one shot off. Yeah. Because then they can cut to like another version because like you can get the shot and you can have a flash and then you can cut to him standing there with a dry gun that's going to fire. Especially, I think it might have more to do with the blank rounds. Oh, maybe. Okay, okay. it's a paper wall. I mean, I'm not right? saying guns like being underwater. I'm just saying no. it's not impossible. Yeah. But it is a famous scene from Missing in Action. Famous being relative to anybody who may have seen a Chuck Norris <laughs> Famous movie. is liberal. Uh, but no, this is like they launch Joe Piscopo up and he gives this like over-the-top ham and cheese performance. And I know you are I know you like it. Well, the fantasy things are whatever they are. I mean, he does some good cartoony stuff. Him Whoa. and uh, a Bull from Night Court. Flying up in the fucking air. Yeah. Bull from Night Court is good. They we'll give some good fantasy. like cartoony performances in the fantasies. Yeah. But I just liked Joe Piscopo's like just like bordering on having an aneurysm performance as his like real as character. Stone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like when I like that like, more. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> just, he's just constantly screaming and flexing. Was that good? That was great. <laughs> and he does do like a Bruce Lee thing later where he does the Wearing full like blood sport. Oh, like he's all he's got a blood sport I guess coordination. It's blood sport too, but like, John Claude took that waff. Oh no no I'm saying what he's doing <laughs> is Bruce Lee, but his outfit is a little bit more yeah. blood sport colors. Yeah. Where yeah. So his dad comes in and like wakes him up from his fantasy and he's trying to tell his dad like 
is he, something's going on or something's wrong. I don't. He doesn't. He's like, have you ever done anything that you regret or something? I don't remember what he says exactly. <laughs> I gave your mother some acid when she was pregnant with you. <laughs> and the dad's just me. like, what? Go to bed. I don't know. Because he's like busy. He's like looking at some shit. I don't know. I was going to say he's on documents. his phone, but he's not. I don't know. Important papers. Important papers and working at an at-home computer. And he basically just tells, like, he's like, hey, make sure you get your eight hours of sleep. Bye. Yeah. That's right. He does say something about like, were you even watching that movie or were you asleep? Because a little bit of both. Tell. Yeah, you can tell he's zoned out because he just looks up to the left a little bit. And then whenever he wakes, he comes out of his daydream. He has some kind of comment and everybody around him is like, what? You know, like scrubs. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, this is proto scrubs. Yeah, I was like, he's, doing, he's doing a Zach Braff thing. He's just looking up into the left. Sasquatch always plays dirty. <laughs> So we meet another guy who will be on this show again. So we have Eugene Mapes as the teacher that's talking to Noreen Chan okay. while they're walking down the hallway. Uh, he's the kind of nerdy prof- like history oh. professor that yeah, they keep cutting so to his classroom. He's played by Garrett Graham. He's I knew him from teacher, one right? thing only, and it is, uh, oh, I'm not proud of this, uh, Police Academy 6. City under siege. Never saw it. <laughs> yeah, but um, Eugene or Garrett Graham also in Phantom of the Paradise as a character named Beef. Oh, okay. which is a movie I would like to do on here. It's it's like the it's the less shitty version of Rocky Horror directed by Brian De Palma. It's Voyage of the Rock Aliens on acid. Yeah, with money. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, and directed by Brian De Palma. Can we do Voyage of the Rock Aliens again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's in Child's Play two. He's in Terror Vision, Chopping Mall. Chud 2, Bud the Chud. He plays the titular Bud. Um, he's in Philadelphia Experiment 2. These are all movies that I might want to do. Yeah, so he's going to be a future friend of the show. Yeah. He was also right. in one episode of Wonder Years. So, Oh, wow. Connection. Right, right back around. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bring it back. Um, like but yeah, so he's makes some racist comments about her uncle. She's like, yeah, my uncle is, comes into town today, whatever. And he's like, oh, uh, does he have a job? And she's like, yeah, he's going to work at the family restaurant. He's like, well, isn't that a bit stereotypical? I mean, he might as well work at a laundromat. And she's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, funny. well, we, we, we did that, that too. So That's stereotypical. What you just said is stereotypical, yeah. sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, the name of this restaurant. I don't, oh. I don't know if this is racist or not. I think they because did it they, intentionally. Like the family in within the world of the movie, the family named this restaurant, but like so it's called the Frying Dragon, <laughs> which sounds like you're doing the a bad, lethal a, weapon four. Like yeah, crockery. you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, instead the of lethal flying weapon dragon, four, frying like, dragon, LR thing. Which they do something at the tournament. He's like the frying, the flying. No, I wanted to say this. Dragon. I was just gonna get to this. I think it's racist. Slightly for that reason. At the end, like the flying dragon. No, the frying. Frying dragon? The frying dragon. So these announcers kind of pose to me. It's meant to be yeah. like red as hey, did you get L- it? LR. Yeah, did you did get, you get it? it? You didn't get it, so here it is. So here, yeah. Well, yeah. Here's Before the, the one, They gave you the whole movie to get it, though. So at the end, they're like, for anybody who's left over. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it's know. Chekhov like- slur. <laughs> <laughs> if you introduce a racist joke in the, in the first act, it has to go off by the third act. <laughs> um, so then we get his... Uh, the, the Basically, that guy is talking to her about how Barry is... Uh, quote slow or impaired and she's like yeah, no this... he's just a dreamer like yeah oh he's like no he help us give up teacher is a piece of shit oh no yeah. he should be killed not yeah. the english oh teacher God. he's thinking he's like oh kill barry yeah well because he's literally like she's like oh well i'm trying to help barry with this and he's like you're trying to help that fucking piece of shit yeah, yeah. Guy's, that guy's no. a fucking idiot why like, oh because i got into this teaching thing for a reason yeah he, he's one step away from throwing that hard r at barry and it's like no yes, he's just, he just he just doesn't pay attention in class 
Maybe he's smarter than you, and you're te- and you're just boring. Absolutely. Well, I mean, th- <laughs> this teacher is boring. This as dude fuck. is teaching yeah. Shakespeare, which already is a tough, tough task for high school kids to pay attention to. Also, what high school had this college set up? Oh, Can we Texas. talk about this room? Yeah, this classroom because the one the one that I he's in, that. the one that he's I, in with Noreen well. Chan is a high school classroom. Uh-huh. The one that he's in with. Uh, May- Mr. Mapes or whatever. Theater. Is, yeah, it's a fucking college like Steps auditorium classroom. Up. Like yeah. you're not sitting directly behind somebody. You're oh, it's elevated. stadium seating. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's word. it's definitely stadium seating. Like just the whole way back. Pretty sure they filmed how high in that room. <laughs> I think they did. It's a pretty small college classroom. Right? Still. It's like the stadium seating, but it's only like you know ten rows. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I didn't have anything like this in high school. No, no I feel like this Unless is like you a, were in drama. I feel like drama. this is like the screening room that they show like screenings of movies to people in and then, like before they come out like the test screenings and they were just like look we, we're not using it today so. yeah we're not showing let's this movie these, to anybody let's shoot these three scenes in it because they come back to this class a few times and, and fucking Garrett Graham is always wearing the same goddamn suit so hey find a good look a tweed shoulder patch thing he's a cartoon character he's like Peter Griffin <laughs> just always, always wearing green pants white shirt yeah you assume it's clean. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I first saw that joke in the cartoon Doug. Oh, really? Yeah, he did that. He went to his closet and like looked through his closet, and it was like the vest and the white shirt and the khaki the pants look. all the way through. So we have the third daydream. Chuck or uh, Barry is in like detention or something. He's in class afterwards. I don't know if it's detention or if he's supposed to be waiting for his dad again or what it is. And he has a daydream about. Chuck Norris coming in a helicopter. Like the helicopter comes right over outside the school, the school and he like repels down. He's mouthing something. You can't hear it. It's inaudible according to the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> but he's mouthing something. And like, I, I said like Barry wake up is what I or like Barry look out. Yeah. Is what I, think I, it was I like, got look something along something. those lines. And then like ninjas burst in, but then the teacher wakes him up and But now here's where we're getting some blend because he wakes up and sees the teacher and they're like, what's that all about? Because he's got his arm up like he's blocking an incoming blow. And she's like, what is that all about? And he looks away from her and there's this ninja in the daydream still there holding up the sword. The teacher can't see it, but Barry Wary can. And so he's doing a vivid lucid daydream okay it's very odd maybe he did have a psychosis i'm telling you man he might there's something undiagnosed here with barry wary maybe he's an imaginary character in the head of that kid with the wheelchair at the end of the movie oh yeah maybe barry doesn't even exist he's like that guy's life sucks slightly worse than mine (laughs) this could be the inception of children's movies (laughs) sidekickception Uh, so this is where we finally meet Mako, Mr. Lee, Uncle. Best and it's that scene we talked about with the, with the cigar. Saved this movie. Uh, by the way, rest in pictures, 2006. He passed away. This drink's yeah. for you. Cheers. He was Cheers. in Conan, both the Conans. He was the wizard. He was on the Lloyd Bridges show. He was in RoboCop 3. He's in Red Sun Rising and Sworn to Justice, which are both action movies that we might be doing. All right. Uh, Red Sun Rising is Don the Dragon Wilson, and uh, Sworn to Justice is Cynthia Rothrock. Who is like a a nice a good a very good eighties martial arts action person, but she's just a terrible actress. Yeah, but like fine. it doesn't matter how many movies she did, she never got better. <laughs> Although I did watch this movie she was in the other night called Undefeatable, and everybody in that movie besides her and like their like co star guy are just martial arts people. Okay, not actors. So and I was shows. like, I felt like I was watching a movie that I made with friends in high school <laughs> like like one guy was literally like are you saying i should enroll in college 
Like it was so. We're so going back to bad. Miami Connection. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it might have been worse than that. But the martial arts action is fucking killer in that movie. Okay. So see, I love those. But yeah, he was in that. He was in also in Pearl Harbor. Oh no! I'm sure he played a Japanese soldier or general or something. Um, we'll never know. It was probably insanely racist. You sure? Yeah. Are we going to abandon? It's going to be Bay. No, we will just do other movies besides <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Eventually, from Bay. Pearl Harbor will have to happen. Not eventually. No, I fight it. I hear fight it. It'll be a three-part episode. I'm now daydreaming about me and Chuck Norris beating you up. <laughs> Dream. Well, I'm daydreaming about me and Jean-Claude Van Damme beating you up. So who wins? Well, me? my dad could beat up your dad. Pretty sure Jean-Claude Van Damme could beat up Chuck Norris. God damn it. Um, Could he? There's a lot of people who would disagree. I, I just gave someone a fucking aneurysm saying that. but I'm watching him fight right now in my daydream, and it's delightful. <laughs> I'm watching YouTube right now, and I'm just like, ping, 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 We're ping. We're having a mind battle. It's like uh, that scene in Scott Pilgrim, where like they're having the battle where the band is on one stage and the DJs are on the other stage and the big electric dragon things are fighting in the air. See, I wanted to go Big Trouble Little China, where you had David Lopan doing his pinky magic and Egg Egg Shin, I believe, having his gym and they're shooting lasers and in the lasers were samurai dudes fighting. <laughs> except you know, instead of samurai, Chuck Norris and Jean Claude. <laughs> Same thing, except for like the, the the Scott Pilgrim one. It's like a, these double dragon guys versus like this weird Sasquatch monster. Yeah. So in this case, I guess you would be the band because you have the weird Sasquatch monster, and I'd be the <laughs> DJs because I have the dragon guy. I am a weird Sasquatch monster. <laughs> I had nothing to add to that. Sorry. Not a fan of either. I mean, I was trying to, I was sitting here, I'm like, who was I a fan of? Because I was trying to think of neither. Yeah. Well, you know, who could defeat all of them? Me. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Not in a real fight, just bodybuilding competition. Who would well, he, could defeat them in, he could defeat them in a movie. Or the Terminator. Terminator. He could one-line them all to death. Okay. Arnold now, has the best now, one-liners yeah, in the business. Absolutely. <laughs> if we're talking about one-line zingers, he's got ammunition. He does. I had to let him go. Still one of my favorites. <laughs> it really is. He had my split. He was... My friend is dead tired. <laughs> these, these are all commando ones, but it's like it's the greatest one liner movie on the planet. The movie one is really good. Uh, he's got some not to say it's a competitor, but he's got great ones in running man as well. Please don't disturb my friend. He is dead tired. Dead tired. Do you Ugh. get it? Get it, lady. You'll get, get it in two hours when this plane lands. She's gonna be so surprised when she finds him dead. <laughs> Oh, well, now he, I get it. I guess he did tell me he was dead tired. That's, well, that's he, actually really funny. You know what? <laughs> um, hey, officer, I know there's a murder here, but this we, I got to tell you, the suspect, funny as hell. Very funny. <laughs> Does that help you? To, do you have an artist that can like draw him funny? Uh, I think he's big. He's big. Maybe German or something. I don't know a lot about European countries. Uh, hilarious. Can you get the sketch artist that does the caricatures on the uh, beach? Because I want to see him with a giant head on a surfboard. He's kind of <laughs> whimsical like that. I want to see him with a twin who's much smaller and hairier than he is. Oh, God, yes. Thank you. Uh, I was like, Danny DeVito is my, uh, that's who. That's, that's my who, answer. That's My answer to the who would, who would win this fight you. is Danny DeVito. He'll just show them all his feet. Hey, you see him in Sunny or tw or Twitter or whatever he see does. The doing feet that? thing, yeah. Oof. He oh, takes yeah. pictures of his little Hobbit feet at all these different places. He'll like be in the car and he'll go like, cha ching. Good for him for just embracing who he is. <laughs> yeah, I love Danny DeVito. Good man. He is a great man. All right, so we are. So we they're at the uncle. Chinese restaurant now. They're at the Frying Dragon, which I just don't know if I'm supposed to be saying. It's and on the sign. <laughs> we aren't saying it racist. We are quoting. It. I know. Every time I say it out loud, though, I'm like, God, it sounds racist. I know because of the L and the R but thing, but going, it's not. 
defying dragon. It's no, the I, I think dragon. it's because also you know I did see Lethal Weapon four a lot of times and they, yeah, fly lice and like I saw, click. I saw you know, oh my god, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Oh, Rush Hour. Rush Thank hour? you. I saw Rush Hour. Man, can't nobody understand a word that's coming out of your mouth. Yo, nobody. Radio. See, Nobody spoke English. <laughs> Both the dogs were like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Is that Chris Tucker? <laughs> Favorite Chris Tucker? Uh, probably Friday. It's the, it's the first it's, it's I saw It's a solid tie between Friday and Fifth Element. It's Fifth Element for me. Yeah. My least favorite Chris Tucker would be anything from Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong Heard. there. <laughs> okay. I uh, all right. Sorry. So the uh, Mako is starting to teach or maybe teach Barry... Uh, because karate. this teacher has a, 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 a we, we talked about it a bit but now all of a sudden there's this thing where she's looking out for the family she wants to talk to the dad more she wants to have the kid train with the uncle so they're like bonding at that point yeah that was a hard yeah her her and Bo Bridges are having dinner yeah while Mako's in the kitchen with the kid he's talking about his dead wife yeah um, she's talking about her dead parents that Mako just had to go release in oh yeah China we're just something. we're just death bonding here yeah death bondage yeah she's in bondage in this movie a lot <laughs> uh so he's telling he's trying to give him like a, a karate name and he's like is it Barry the leopard is it Barry the tiger no, no I got it it's Mr. Dumpling Mr. Dumpling and it's great because he's like he smashes opponent's fists with his own face <laughs> he never fights back because he never survives long enough to fight back. And then I love it. Because he threw a dumpling, by the way. He's he threw, rolling dumplings. Yeah, and he threw point. a dumpling at him to catch, and yeah. it hit him right in the face because he's daydreaming. Yep. Which comes back later because yeah. he's throwing the dumplings at him and he's actually catching them. Uh huh. Because after he trains him, like Rocky. It's 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 uh, karate, it's karate Rocky Kid. <laughs> karate Kid. Karate Kid. That sounds racist, but. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say he is what saved this movie for me. Yeah. Well, Piscopo is who you like as well. I do Not like me. him, but the Mako. This guy's awesome. the best in the movie. That's hands down. Because we're about to see a great example of what he brings to this movie. Yeah, so these bikers come into what it looked like a closed restaurant, mm-hmm. but they just start harassing uh, Julia Nixon and Bo Bridges. <gasps> do you know who played biker number five? Which yeah. I don't know which one that is. He's all, He also does stunts in this movie. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, she pointed him out right away. Did you? Yeah. Because yeah. she was like, that looks like Chuck Norris, but not. And it's his son. His son, Eric it's Norris. It's his son, yes. not his brother. It's okay. his, his son. Because she, she was like, is that the brother? And I was like, no, because like, Eric, Eric Norris, Norris looks more brother. like Chuck Norris. I was scrolling like, through IMDb and I saw another Norris and I was like, oh, another brother. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what we all that's what we both thought too. I was like, yeah. that is his son. He was in the, he was the one with the hat. He was all bikered out like uh-huh. he had a goatee and biker. stuff. I mean, he was one of these like, bikers. Gay biker. You you we we all probably recognize uh he plays Theo and son-in-law. He also plays the hot rod neighbor in Suburban Commando. Oh, the big guy. Yeah, the, the big, big guy. Fella. Yeah, yeah stop like, or my mom will shoot. Yeah. Okay. Uh the thing I have for him because it ties back to an episode we're gonna sue you he's in one of our very first episodes Uh uh-huh and it must have been one of his very first movies because the movie's from 1978 he was in laser blast he plays a big fat deputy that's hanging out with the little scrawny dude who's always like drinking and smoking weed and stuff oh that is him isn't it yeah so he's been a big fella the whole time then yeah he's a big guy then too so but yeah what's he's like, like he's like my name is hank it's short for Henry. I'm here to spank. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Grub. That's better. I love. I love it because because Bo Bridges is like, oh, my dad's name was Hank, and he's like, I don't think I know him. 
<laughs> yeah, they're all. I mean, hammered. or his uncle or something. Yeah, all nice and sauced up. We're gonna redecorate this place. We're gonna put that wall over there. That wall's gonna be gone. And we'll put the kitchen right up in the front. Like they're just being shitty. Yeah, and Mako shitty. comes out and does the accidentally beat you up kind of thing. The well, because he splashes a little alcohol on himself, like it's cologne. You well, know. He's trying to- Put on the and, oh, yeah. drunkenness. Oh, yeah. And he comes out with a trade. And they even say, like, I, I might get my nomenclature wrong from what they say, but I think it's look at this drunk Chinaman is yeah. what they, something along those lines when he comes out. Because it's not what you see, it's what they see. Exactly. And he does the thing where he, like, you know, leans over with a tray and hits somebody and, like, moves Ooh. a plate and hits somebody else. And the it's, like, kind of the Jackie Chan drunk, drunken master uh-huh. thing, you know? It's like, a deliberate one Three Stooges. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he and beats worked. the shit out of all of them that way, which is fun. And it's great because now they won't be like, oh, last time we were there drunk, this dude kicked our ass. Like, oh, man, I don't know what happened. We went in drunk, this drunk waiter was there and then all of a sudden we were leaving yeah all of a sudden we were all bleeding a lot yeah. well there's no remember. blood in this movie but... i don't remember why yeah no blood <laughs> so then we cut to daydream number four which is maybe delta force it's just a short one because it's barry he's at like a prison camp and he sees the teacher tied up and stuff it's another vietnamese thing but it's while he's it cuts back to him and it's while he's walking home so it's like oh, he's yeah. just having a random fantasy oh, yeah he thinks that and this there's... is the army men in the fucking roll off we call them washes here yeah but like i don't know what they call them a, a ditch a yeah ditch? Okay. texas they probably call it a moat <laughs> <laughs> and uh this is one of those ones where it bleeds into reality because he like wakes up while he's walking because he like i think he almost gets hit by a car or something yeah and he like starts walking and then one of those hats blows by the hat in the rolls by and that's what i'm say. saying like okay so this is the multiverse leaking in I want to say it's he's walking to school and Lauren Winnie yeah, um, uh, is like, are you sure you don't want to ride? Because right, Mako tells him he needs to start walking to school. Yeah. To, basically, it's to start training himself, but also it's to see if his inhaler and stuff is a, a crutch or a crutch. Or if it's real or He's got some parable about the alcohol bottle. He's like, this is a thief. You can't negotiate with a thief. Yeah. So yeah, Lauren offers him a ride and he's like, no. And then before they leave, she's like, are you sure? And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm going to walk. And this little shithole brother just leans forward. He's like, yeah, cool. Later. Let's get the fuck out of here, mom. Another genuine laugh from me. (laughs) The kid was just like, bye then. Roll it, mom. And then we never see him again. Yeah. Oh. In this college classroom, this is when we're, when we're in Garrett Graham's classroom, there's this girl in a neck brace who's in yes. this movie multiple times. <laughs> and I didn't catch her. with a leg cast in? I was like, like are, these, are these people just, is this a karate town? Like this is fucking, the stunt people. This is like the valley from, the all valley thing from Karate Kid where there's just <laughs> all constantly karate happening. Because this girl has a neck brace and she's got a neck brace throughout the entire movie. And there's Unless a girl there's, there's a girl in a leg girls. cast. No, it's the same girl because okay. you said that and I looked at her and then I went, I was like, no, that's the same girl. Okay. I don't know why this girl's in a neck brace who in college or in high school is walking around in a neck brace all the bullies no karate yeah they, <laughs> they just they fuck you up it was the 90s well yeah they i guess it. i guess Cellini, the the douchebag bully who's not a very good bully anyway is definitely the johnny lawrence right because he's in yeah. fake cobra kai he's yeah. in kelly kai it's, it's stone, stone <laughs> dojo like kelly maybe kai. kelly kai so he's like the teacher is like quizzing them on quotes and she uh when he gives Barry one of the answers, it's Hamlet, which is well, I feel he like it's actually, fairly I think obvious. he actually knew it. He's like he mouths. Oh no, she's mouthing. She's mouthing, it. It she's mouthing him, it. and then she yeah. mouths, he mouths it back. She yeah. like looks at him and she's like Hamlet. He's like Hamlet. Barry Wary doesn't uh, know, and shit ass bullies watching like, oh, she's helping him. Well, and because the, the first oh, quote, and oh, I, I don't right. know which play it was, but the first was quote Hamlet he gives. Well. 
Uh, well, he's, he was doing different Shakespeare ones. I think it was like yeah, but what's, he's nothing. got a bad answer. Yeah, he says he's like I don't know the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> the teacher's like yeah, I'm sure you've read that a lot. So yeah, <laughs> uh, so he asks for the next answer, and Barry's like, is it Hamlet? And this fucking piece of shit teacher, he's just like, hey, your uh, I guess your competition for class dumbbell is diminishing. Yeah, like fuck this guy you. picks on anybody. Yeah. Fuck you, teacher. He hates children's teacher. Yeah, get this guy out of education. Seriously. Um, so Cellini confronts Barry in the hallway. That's where we get our, our one real hard R for the movie. I expected it more than once. But no, yeah. He's like, hey, where's your friend Chucky now? R-word. Wait, is it the hallway or is this in the locker room? Oh, it's in the locker it's room. It's in the locker room because there's one kid that is like, he's sitting on the bench. He's a little he's tiny little kid, kid. But he did what you're supposed to do in this situation. He couldn't leave. So he's just like, I don't say anything and I don't move. Bully's visions are based on uh, motion, Movement. much like T-Rex's. Yep. So this kid held still until Barry Wary took the brunt of it. And then he was like, and now back to my stuff. It's the opposite of the, the New York theme after 9-11. It's just say nothing, see nothing. See nothing, <laughs> say nothing. <laughs> I see nothing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so then we get a training montage like I said, it's very rocky. You're the best. Oh, oh no, no, we didn't pay for that one. <laughs> so Barry, we, we get to gym class, and this is where the teacher is Bull from Night Court. Yeah, um, big motherfucker. Gym class. Richard Mull. Okay, by the way, but uh, Barry is one of the kids that gets to sit out. So there's neck brace girl, leg cast girl, a couple other girls, and Barry it's because the island of, his- of misfit. Toys. Yeah, they're the kids who it can't is. participate, and I'm like, yo, sign me up. But we get one of my favorite um, fantasies here. So this is daydream number five, or stroke number five, or whatever's happening. <laughs> stroke number five. It's a Western thing, and from what I could tell, because I did a little, I was going through Chuck Norris's filmography, trying to figure out if he ever did like a real Western. Like we know Walker, Texas Ranger, was it Lone Lone Wolf McQuaid was uh-huh. kind of the same thing. It's like. Walker is a sp- kind of a spinoff of that, where it's like a a ranger who's a, a modern wolf. though. Yeah, but it's modern. It's all modern. Apparently, there was a story arc in Walker Texas Ranger where he plays a guy named Hayes Cooper. It's still Chuck Norris playing him, and he's like Walker's like ancestor, sure, who was a real bounty hunter, I guess, in the Wild West, like a Texas Ranger bounty hunter guy. Yeah, and it is a Western thing. So I'm like, maybe this was after that. So maybe it's part of maybe that's what it's from because he never really did a Western. No. Never the closest true thing he did do a western was Walker and the Lone Wolf, and which this. <laughs> both involve machine guns, so they're not westerns. But it's it's a fun little one because Chuck and Barry come into the saloon. He put the Joe Piscopo's character is putting a like a full lit cigar out and a half shot of whiskey. That's I disgusting. was angry at that. I'm just I'm disgusted. Well, and I'm if thinking it makes you're you feel any better, things. the whiskey they were drinking back then. Oh yeah, you're okay. Swill. You know what? You could take that cigar out and drink it. It would taste real the same. <laughs> <laughs> it would taste real the same. <laughs> Uh, but Joe Piscopo is supposed to be like Black Bart, I think, is what is it, I saw in like a, I saw on the internet. They don't say anything on, on the movie, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's no name here. Um, and Julia Nixon is like a barmaid slash prostitute who's scrubbing the floor by Joe Piscopo's feet. His, <laughs> and his, there's uh, a little fuck up here. Okay. Because yep. Barry is already sitting there with a shot of milk in front of him it it. when Joe Piscopo starts talking shit. And then when they cut, they go to order from the bartender and that's when Barry says make mine milk. milk and everybody in the fucking saloon laughs at him and basically Chuck Norris is like hey how about you shut the fuck up make mine make milk, my milk too. too because milk does a body good Chuck around and find out so they take shots of milk uh, yeah. Joe oh, which by the way ew 
Yeah. Joe Pisco. Oh, you know what? When I used to drink milk a lot before I became semi-lactose intolerant or whatever is happening with my body, who knows? <laughs> Age. Um, I would come home sometimes and just pour a glass of milk. I mean, it's ice, ice cold milk, and I would just chug the whole thing. You're talking ice cold. Sure. We're talking about the 1800s Wild West. Yeah. Wild West. This is gross. Thick, this is thick, raw, straight out of the cow, warm milk. Ugh, sucking the teeth. I'm surprised he didn't turn around and just squeeze it out of a teeth. Oh, gross. So Joe Piscopo is harassing Julia Nixon as this like Wild West. Give me a drink. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Better yet, give me a kiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so Barry comes over to defend her and uh, he's like, are you sure you want to do this? Like they're going to have a shootout, but you know, no one's getting shot. Yeah. And they're and, inside and, the bar still. Yeah. And Piscopo's like, you sure you want to do this? Because if you're wrong, you're dead wrong. Ooh. Get it? Because he's going to die. Ooh. He's going to kill him. Um, <laughs> so he. It's kind of great. He like draws his gun really quick, and Piscopo stops, and then he just slaps him. It's a good slap. And then he it's, puts it away. Yeah. And he draws it again and slaps him. And he does it like five times. There, there's some good, genuine, like, I outdrew you, so now I get to slap you in the face. Yeah. Kind of Rochambeau. <laughs> so then we, and that's kind of the fantasy for that, because he's daydreaming at school. And we come back to this, like, fisheye lens of Richard Mull and in Barry's face, just like terrifying. Wake up, Barry Kapowski, or whatever the fuck he calls him. Like, he doesn't call him his full name. He calls him some shit. But he's yeah. like, he's it's it's kind of like if you look up this movie, this will be one of the first images you'll see. It's like the the preview image of the trailer. A lot of the times, it's like this weird fisheye lens of Rich Richard Wake Mull's up, face. Barry. <laughs> and by the way, their school is the Redskins. Yep. Oh yeah, I noticed that earlier. I was like, man, I was like, man, just a time in our lives we're not far removed. From, yeah. you know, just Redskins, an okay mascot, to have your fucking high school named. Or your <laughs> professional football team. That was my football team. Yeah. If, 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 and I'm not talking to you, but if you're upset about your team name not being the Redskins, get fucked. Who cares? Like, like if it went to Guardians and you're upset, fuck you. I, I think they should have <laughs> just stuck with football team. Yeah, I agree. I, the I was Washington, great with the Washington yeah. football team. At first team. that was stupid, but like, whatever. It's funny. I was really hoping that they would win the Super Bowl because didn't they do kind of well that first year they, they were the right off team. the yeah they made the playoffs i was like god i hope they i don't give a shit about sports as everybody listening knows but i was like god <laughs> i hope they win the super bowl because i will go and buy a shirt that says super bowl champions washington football i team. would have bought some merch <laughs> i wouldn't display it but i would own some washington the football team yeah, yeah. but so the teacher tells him that he gets in trouble so this doesn't make sense this so is, he gets this, in trouble by the way so- they should just be called high school the college that's their mascot <laughs> Uh, Richard Mull tells him to do this rope climb, but then later on when he wants to get involved in class, he's like, no, because you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a longer movie here that I'm not complaining about got cut, but got cut. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's longer scenes for a lot of these things. The uh, Bo Bridges and the teacher, there's some missing romance here. Uh, There's definitely missing romance between Nixon and Bridges. Yes. Because you're just supposed to assume that they're a happy family now. I think... I mean, it could be missing. I think because the movie is basically told from Barry's point of view. We're cutting that out. It's it's he sees like this stuff is happening in the background and like my teacher and my dad are getting closer to each other, but we don't see like the romance scenes and stuff because it's the kids point of view. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Save it. Wholesome family movie. I'll allow it. Um, he does make him do this rope climb and we get I guess it's kind of a daydream, although he's awake while he's like fully awake. Schizophrenic. 
fucking yeah. episode, man. He's fully alert, and guess who's right on the rope next to him? Yeah, he's trying to climb up, and he can't. Chuck and Norris. Chuck Norris teaches him how to climb a rope, which is really weird, because that would mean that he knows this information. Well, yeah. yeah. Because it's his mind telling him. But this goes back to what but Rambo 3. not, man. This goes back to <laughs> Rambo 3, right? When you were talking about he's climbing the rope, and he's just using upper body strength, and his legs are, like, splayed oh, out. Oh, yeah. And this one, he's like, no, you put your feet on the rope, and you just use your feet to push you up, and your hands will do a little Forget bit of Rambo, where he just hulks himself up that yeah. rope with upper body strength. You need help, Barry. <laughs> and I love this because Barry is trying to uh, pull himself up. He's doing the foot thing. He's doing, but you can see him struggling to pull himself up. And, and Chuck, Chuck is Norris like, is just slowly. He's like, "Yeah, there you go, Barry. Yeah. That's great. Do, 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 do. No trouble at all. He's doing awesome. Easy peasy. <laughs> and he's like, "I'll race you to the top, whatever." But obviously, Chuck Norris would win that, but he doesn't. And it's when he's like, oh, "Barry's like, I can't, off. I can't do this." And he's like, "I hate that word, Barry." So, you know, can't doesn't exist in my vocabulary. I mean, it should. So he does climb up to the top and they're all the kids are laughing at him at first and they're making fun of him and he makes it to the top and they begrudgingly they're like, they're like oh, shit. What? Hey, all right. All right. Happened? Golf clap for you. Golf clap for Barry. Um, and then so he was walking home with um, uh, Winnie Cooper. Lauren and they get <laughs> yeah, to her stop house. Stop at Wendy Cooper for me. <laughs> yep. They get to her house and she's like, she's talking about how the teacher or no, the kid, right, was being an asshole. Yeah. And she's like, well, my dad. You referenced this earlier. She's like, my daddy would rope him, shoot him, stuff him, and mount him. How, mount him? How? Uh, have a seat. Have a seat right here. You're gonna, uh, did, what, Wait, you're you're gonna, gonna stuff and mount. You're gonna mount and stuff this. You're gonna kid? mount have that kid. Seat? Have a seat right here. Have a seat right here. Uh, but I'm from Texas. Have a seat right here on this horse, then. <laughs> By the way, she gets to her house. She's like, this is where I get off. My first thought was, I bet it is. <laughs> and he's looking. He's like, can I get off here, too? Speaking <laughs> of getting off, you want to go out sometime? Because this is when he tries to ask her out. Is, it, oh, is yeah. this the time where he's like, so I really like you? Yeah. Yeah. And, and your response, I like you, too. Yeah. And then he asks her out because the oh, Cellini had made way. fun of him earlier saying, she doesn't like you. She pities you. Yeah. And here she's like, no, I just don't like when people make fun of you because it makes me feel. And he's like, it makes you feel bad for me and he like runs off with story. like limp arm runaway yeah his little like <laughs> fucking Stuart from mad tv like <laughs> <laughs> look what i can do <laughs> um yeah so he runs away and he has an asthma attack and like cries and has another daydream where now Richard Mole is like a Nazi. Big, beautiful scar across his cheek. So I, I Googled... Tell me, I Googled, I Googled Chuck Norris Nazi movie, right? And? The first thing that comes up is Top Dog. Ooh. It's Chuck Norris and a dog as partners. <gasps> And it's a cop movie, but I guess he's fighting like neo Nazis. So he never did like a guys. I gotta World go. War Two Nazi movie. <laughs> we gotta pause and watch this real quick. I gotta leave and watch that Top right, Dog. Hold on. hold on, we're gonna watch this movie. We'll be right back. <laughs> well, glad we didn't do that for the show. That sucked. Oh, man, that was garbage. <laughs> the scene with Hitler in a tutu was unnecessary. <laughs> I can't believe they got Mel Brooks to play him. Mel Brooks as Hitler? <laughs> I would actually watch that. <laughs> and he might do it best. So it's because he's having this asthma attack, and it's it's Richard Mull as this officer, and he's torturing Barry, and he's got this like device that's like squeezing him, and he yeah. just keeps tightening it and tightening it, and Chuck Norris is like, just breathe, Barry. You'll be fine. Just breathe. Like and he's like, no, I literally can't him. breathe. I'm dying. And then when we cut to, we're in an ambulance with Bo Bridges because this kid basically almost died on his porch. Yeah, uh -huh. he had an asthma attack on his porch. Uh, or he keeps saying, hang on, Barry, or something like that, which I guess maybe got him through not dying. I don't know. Let's chalk it up to that. That yeah. like It was his will, his his 
inner Chuck telling he was, him. Well, I'm sure he was just hearing everybody, and then he's putting it in that, just like in uh, Sucker Punch, where something's happening, so she's envisioning yeah, something she else. Yeah, she puts it in another fantasy Chuck world. Chuck looks right at him. He's like, "You can't die," and he's like, "I don't understand what that word means. It's not in my vocabulary." Wait, you mean and like just dies? <laughs> you mean like just in that, just like in that movie, Chucker Punch? <laughs> Chuck Norris playing all the girls in Sucker Punch. <laughs> as long as he's not playing Oscar Isaac's character, I don't need to see oh, yeah. Chuck Norris Ooh. raping people. Yeah, mm, mm. yeah, that's a that's a tough watch. I, I feel like that's a hard pass on him. Yeah, I don't think he would do it. He would not sit right here. Yeah, he, he would not. He would not have a seat. Yeah, Chuck Norris does not. not need to have a seat. He would never Chuck be Norris will not to have, have a seat. seat. He's not Catholic. He's just born again Christian. He might support politicians that diddle kids. But he doesn't support diddling kids. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things, so you're in this hospital, and this is a thing I see in every movie, and you worked in a hospital, wife. Mm-hmm. I've been in a hospital. Every movie. I know what they are. <laughs> every movie, there are constantly announcements happening. Yes, It's like, are. doctor so-and-so to the nurse's station. Yes. Uh, so-and-so to this stat. I never heard that. I didn't hear that. But you know what they did do that is one of my biggest tropes. tropes. Yeah, tropes. Go on. Is when they don't have the arms up. When you're on the the bed or on the gurney or the stretcher or whatever, they always have the arms down. Like literally, that is the first thing they tell you when you're dealing with patients in a bed. Arms go fucking up. Okay. Because you know what's gonna happen? No. They fall and roll out of the bed. They try and move anything. The arms need to be up. If you don't have both sides up, you have at least the top part. Yeah. Because the leg can swing over, but the body won't swing over. But you don't want to block that beautiful Brandis. Uh, <laughs> go a little higher. Do a little bird's eye. Alright. Don't go sideways. No, I get, I get what you're saying. It's, it's tough to be in a profession watching a profession. <laughs> I may have talked about it before, but like as a bartender when I watch a movie where and they it's... got the rag inside no 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 um, I can reference one movie for sure that does it it's an awful movie it's the whole 10 yards with Bruce Willis and him and Matthew Perry are drinking and there's like conservatively 36 empty shot glasses in front of them <laughs> I'm like alright as a bartender first of all it. you shouldn't serve somebody that much if you do hide the evidence <laughs> and also how many shot glasses this bar have that you don't need these back to yeah, wash them for somebody else. <laughs> like, like this so, bar subsists off of shots. We don't even own beer glasses. We have 5,000 shot glasses. I, there's, there's a part of me that enjoys watching, let's say, a military movie with a military person, a cooking movie with a chef. You know, yeah. I love it because like, just the whole time, that's bullshit. That's not how that happened. He'd be court-martialed. He'd be fired. Like, <laughs> I love it. it that bring was your it upbringing. <laughs> yeah, that was my upbringing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, one of the announcements, by the way, is such and such doctor to the nurse's station. Stat. Stat. I'm like, what the fuck stat are you getting to the nurse's station for? <laughs> like, what what emergency requires this we doctor have to oh, have Kate at the nurse's get over station? here, stat. No, the nurse the doctor's sleeping with is late, and I don't mean for work. <laughs> <laughs> so we need you to perform your own abortion. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's a pill for that today. So You know what? That joke was just a daydream I had. <laughs> I didn't actually make it. You guys just you heard guys it. all had that daydream. <laughs> it was a Mandela was, effect sidekick moment. <laughs> <laughs> so the teacher and Mako arrive or Mako arrive at the hospital and he like rubs these magic herbs on Barry. It's and I'm like, vapor rub. Like, hey, by the way, have a seat. Uh, I don't <laughs> don't rub a child. And he does. He opens up his gown, have a seat and rubs this oil on his chest. Have a seat. <laughs> and then and then this one, the doctor does mention like, I don't know why he's had this reaction. There's yeah, no scarring on his no lungs. Good. Everything's fine. Yeah. fine. He shouldn't even be using the inhaler. So yes, anymore. asthma is all in your head, sir. I'm afraid your son is. Uh, let me look, look at my papers here. Your son might be a bitch. 
I'm sorry. I, I believe that's exactly what it says. I don't have medication for it. So we uh, we, cut, the face. <laughs> we cut into another Rocky training montage, but instead of riding the bike, which he, Mitch Mako does do, instead of riding the bike next to him while he's running, he is driving. Am- nope, nope. He is driving this frying dragon van. Yeah, behind him that has like ears and wings and a tail. <laughs> it and looks shit. like Love it. looks like Grogu as a bus. <laughs> yes. It's 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 the van from Dumb and Dumber. But a dragon. Yeah. It's oh, it is. Ridiculous. I'm glad that van's still getting work. Yes. And it's a whole training montage, which we get like three of. And I'm pretty sure they must have shot all at once and they just kept cutting it in. They were like, okay, look, this movie needs to be another 10 minutes. This is so. definitely shot all at once. There's yeah. not a doubt. Because it's, it's, it's literally. There's multiple. Barry's running and stuff. Uh, Mako is wearing the same outfit as um, Rocky's trainer. Mac. Mac. Like it's 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 Mako and Mac. Mac- and I'm not, and I'm, not, I'm not I'm not as familiar with Rocky. I have seen him, but in my head, I'm like, oh, you mean like Punch Out? Yeah, the in between scenes where he's like running, which is definitely just Rocky. I mean, um, I mean, I would have loved to see Barry chug raw eggs, uh, <laughs> punching slabs of meat. Well, he kind and of chasing a chicken. <laughs> he chugs whatever the fuck this shit is that Mako oh, gives yeah, him. He tells him it's like a magic elixir. potion. Oh yeah, dude, and he's like, drink it, oh. and they, dude. He takes this shot of it, and he goes, golly gee. That's awful. He golly G Willikers, Mister. That's an awful freaking taste. He, he literally, literally says, says golly, golly G. G. Yeah, <laughs> that that came out of your mouth, golly G. And then and yeah. what's okay. Mako, uh, Mako say though? Uh, I say Mako because we're doing the joke <laughs> about being Mac. Mako's even says like, "What you want? Medi- like magic medicine? To, you want magic to taste good? Like oh. it's healing you? It's not supposed to taste good." Also, he idiot. gives it to him. He's like, "Hey, drink this once a day or twice on Sundays." No, no, no. I have to correct you because you drink this twice a day. Once or once on Sundays. No, it's more. On no, Sundays. I'm it's sorry. Day, it's less on Sunday. It was drink this four times a day, there twice on Sunday. Is that what it was? Is what okay. he says. Because I thought like usually you would do the opposite where it's like drink this once a day, twice on Sunday. But when he does drink it at home and you see him pour it in this cup, he pours He's half, half the, bottle the bottle in this cup. There's, that bottle's not lasting you even one Sunday, yeah. sir. <laughs> Sir, but you then, are no bartender of magic. Also, also Julia Nixon. Yeah, when he leaves, when Barry leaves, she's like magic potion. He's like, eh, it won't hurt him. So he's just giving him some <laughs> and fake she shit. Smells it. And she's it's like, a bunch of schnapps and bitters. This? He's trying to. He's trying to get him to stop relying on this inhaler because the inhaler is a placebo for him. And then he gives him a magic potion. That's a placebo. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, well, the inhaler isn't a placebo. It's a crutch at this point. Well, we all know it's a crutch. Same thing. What I mean is like it's not do. It doesn't actually do anything. But the whole thing with the placebo is like high. the whole thing with the placebo is like you take it and you think that it's doing it. So yeah. then it does it. And he's like, been doing that with his puffer. Yeah. Or he's getting high off his puffer. Nothing wrong with that. We, That's we, what I'm saying. Uh, this is where we do have the scene where they're back in gym class and. Uh, um, Bull is there. Yeah, no, Whatever. Bull. I forgot his name already. Yeah, Coach uh, Moore. Richard Mull. And he's like. Mull, Bull, doesn't Bull. matter. Coach Bull. Barry's trying to get involved in class, and he tells him, uh, get your back, your butt back on the bench with the rest of the babies. Yeah. He keeps calling him a baby, which I think is just replacement for the word bitch. Well, I was yeah. going to say, this is the nicest you could be. Like, pre-90s, if this is a boob comedy or any other 80s kind of thing, this guy's going to be a dickhead. He's definitely dropping an F-bomb. Yeah, or absolutely. Like Hard that. R, yeah. F-bomb. Um, and like you just said, he's not saying babies. He's saying, bi- like, get on the bench with the bitches. My favorite, well, this was a legitimate laugh for me. When he finally does give in, because uh, Barry won't leave, and they start doing push-ups, and Barry starts doing it, and he's like, okay, you can do it. But he's like, if you drop dead on me, I will shoot myself <laughs> so that I can follow you 
and get what you. Is this? Like I laugh can come free after for you. me. Like <laughs> genuine. Like you wanted me to laugh, and here I am laughing. Thank yep. you. If you die, I will kill myself so I can get you. <laughs> he even says, "I'll sign a waiver." All right, all right, let's do that. And we do, and we go back to the the frying dragon again. And Whitney pointed out three ninety nine lunch buffet. Yeah. Sign me the fuck. Four ninety nine dinner. Oh, your boy ain't leaving. No. Yeah, fucking <laughs> wheelbarrow me out, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Like I just walk. I'll in. pay for two seats, but I ain't going nowhere. You know what? You'll pay for two seats, but you only need the edge. Uh, Um, I hated that. No, I'm going to need the whole seat. I'm going to need the whole seat, You'll pay for two seats, but you'll only need the toilet. You come in with your like a a bag slung over your shoulder, and they're like, what are you bringing in? You're like, oh, this is my toilet paper. Oh, this is what they do. What'd you say? $3.99 for the lunch buffet? It's it's $18 a minute for the toilet. The buffet? (laughs) Cheap. It's one of those pay toilets that they don't have anymore where you have to put money in to get the door to unlock. I've never had that. Uh, but yeah, my dad said something to me a couple of times because my dad always would say like shit that I didn't understand. Like I've talked about the Death Race 2000 reference. Oh, right? yeah. And there was one and it was a little rhyme and it was uh, something people could write inside of like the bathroom stall. And it was here. I sh- here I sit all broken hearted. Paid to shit, shit and only, only farted, farted. <laughs> because you used to have to like have like public bathrooms where you would have to put like a dime or a quarter in. Yeah, I that's odd that. as fuck. And I didn't know that. My dad said that because he was like, "Well, now he's like, now I just say came to shit and only farted." But it made more sense when it was paid to shit because yeah, you know, because I I've guess that never, was a thing. I've paid for some shits I've had, but I've never <laughs> paid to shit. <laughs> uh, so he's trying to teach him uh, um, the nutchucks here. Sorry, nunchucks. 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 Because I say nutchucks because the first thing he does is slap himself in the balls. Yeah, he says it too. He says 100%. this. I'm paraphrasing it, but Mako says this. Careful, because it'll sting you, but it'll also help you sing. Something along those lines. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. All right, sure. And like he hands it to him and yeah, right away, boop, fucking uh, Bob Saget's hosting this one (laughs) when you hit yourself in the nuts. Yes, rest in pictures, Mr. Saget. Yeah. Sagat. Mr. Sagat. Mr. Tiger uppercut. (laughs) Oh man, somebody please mod Street Fighter so we can have Bob Saget playing Sagat. Bob Sagat. Bob Sagat, please. Please Eye patch and all. So the dad and the teacher are flirting more. She's showing them what I guess it turns out to be it turns out to be her like um vagina. Her her, uh, what do they call it? Vagina. Uh, Kata. Kata. Her Kata. Yeah. Not her vagina. Her kata. You can call it whatever you want. You call it a kata. Her vakata. She's doing floor exercises. I was like, I was like, I don't know. She's doing some tai chi shit. That's what I wrote in my notes. Uh-huh. I don't know because they don't explain it. But it's it's her kata for the competition later. It's kata vagina. In my world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Remember who Barry is talking to? But he says the line: "Is it normal to have a daydream about a grown man?" And all I could think was. Barry, have a seat. B- Barry, future Barry, <laughs> have a seat. It's reverse. Have a seat. I think. I think the term for a child who has sex with an adult is catamite. Oh, I didn't know there's a term for that. There is a term. I thought for it was it. called victim. I, I could. I mean, I think catamite is more of like a the kid is doing it. Like the kid wants. Like the kid is like, I want to fuck that dude. I don't know. Weird. It's a thing I, I heard many many moons ago, and I, I I don't know the definition now. I mean, the definition could have easily changed to just a victim for know? sure. But catamite, I'm pretty sure is a is a term. Huh. Uh, so don't, more, if you're gonna more, Google that, put it on safe. <laughs> incognito. Yeah, you put did it in incognito say that mode because it's a younger person being in love with an older person. Right. So years ago, a friend and I. I don't have no musical talent. And years ago, a friend of mine who had a, he had a band. We went to his band room. We uh, smoked a little bit of weed, and I was just playing with all his um, his bandmate had a, 
a thousand pedals. Okay. So I was just playing with effects and I would just like strum and then just do all these different pedal effects and stuff. And he would play actual music and we ended up recording some of it. And I, when we were burning it to a CD, I was like, well, we're burning it to a CD, so we need a name. So the name of the band we came up with was like Disteleological, which was a word we found in the dictionary. And it's like, you know, some shit that doesn't make any sense. And I was like, well, we need an album name. And that's what we ended up finding was Catamite. Nice. So the name of my <laughs> only album is Catamite. So. I did not fuck older men, but we thought it was we thought it was funny. We were 16, 17, you know. You're saying whatever. you didn't fuck older men? So you no. fucked younger men, Dirk? Have a Have seat. A I was 16, it was okay. No. <laughs> Crack it. So there's another training montage and we get a lot of the on location Houston shots where it's like probably things that are famous there like some landmarks and buildings. Yeah, and the fountain like looks dope by the way. There's some it looks like a pretty nice city. Like when he's biking in front of it the not shot Mako looks biking yeah, in front of It's it. not Mako biking. <laughs> oh, when he stands well it's him most of the time but when he's standing on the bike yeah, it's, it's not definitely so some 20 some year old dude. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> but but the shots like there's some legitimately gorgeous shots in this movie. I am going to say Knowing that he's some 20 some year old dude probably comes from watching it on ultra high definition 4K. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This is not a thing you would have seen in 1992 three. Or when you watch it on a TV broadcast years later, which is probably how most people saw it. Yeah, you're not you're not checking this on TBS. <laughs> um, so we get Barry's coming in. I'm really not sure what's going on. So there's cheerleader practice, and the cheerleaders have one cheer, by the way, which is annoying. They're just doing the same. Like my cheerleaders, well, not my cheerleaders, I don't have cheerleaders, but in high school, our <laughs> Give cheerleaders. Me a D. <laughs> give me an e. <laughs> if they all yelled give me a d i would have just nutted yeah um <laughs> uh, in high school or now because have a seat is available in high school all in right. high school all right <laughs> calm down God, um, calm down guy <laughs> but they're doing like one cheer over and over and everybody's watching their practice which is weird but then barry walks in in his gym clothes but nobody else is in gym clothes he's, but then richard mull is yelling at them like they're in gym class so he's I'm, gathering a, a net balls. full of balls he's got soccer so balls, i'm guessing that it's like the balls. end of gym class beginning of cheerleading class question Maybe. mark Maybe it's i don't the know end of the day Maybe but he's Mayhaps. just cleaning up. Cellini tries to uh, bully Barry again. He's talking. <laughs> Cellini to- tries to bully Barry. <laughs> I do like this one though, dude. And then this when Barry turns around, he's like, "Hey, up yours, Cellini." And the guy's like, "What did you fuck say? You just say to me? Nobody fucking talks back to Cellini. It rhymes with meanie. <laughs> I'm Cellini the meanie. Cellini. Oh, I give myself a nickname. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have a fight. And Barry, but an actual like Barry's like on top of it, right? Yeah, and I love it because the Richard Mole comes over, he breaks it up, and he's like, "Hey, you both need to fucking stop this shit," as a teacher would. But then when Barry's going to walk away, he's like, "Hey, good job." Yeah, like, "Hey, how do you?" Yeah, fucking stood up. He's watching. He's watching his student grow. You know, maybe toxic, but masculine. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't fly today. I do want to say for a nineteen ninety two slash three movie, this school is incredibly racially diverse. Yeah. Like this, especially all, for Texas. Yeah, they're all standing around cheering at this fight, and there's 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 black kids, there's Asian kids, there's Hispanic kids, there's boys, there's, there's girls. They're, like it's it's a it's like a actual group it of humans. Looks like it when is. I went to high school. Yeah, it does. It looked like my high school. Yeah, it's kind of except interesting. for that college classroom and English class. Well, the the people look like my high school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 stadium seating 
No, no. I did not have people in neck braces. In le- I mean, there were some leg walkers. Leg walkers. Leg walkers. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, what's the opposite of leg walker, though? Uh, like hand walkers. Hand <laughs> sliders? There's just a bunch of people. There's a bunch of hot chicks doing handstands going, hey, guys, my thighs are up here. Crab walkers, you know, like uh, like the girl from The Exorcist just crawling around the school, vomiting on people. But like just yelling, boots. look at there those leg walkers. Get the walking boots. I mean, there were a few of those. Those, those girls who crawl around like crab though they are bullies also because they keep yelling at people your mother sucks cocks in hell <laughs> so. wow. Aww, that one really stings <laughs> but now lauren asks barry like hey what are you doing this weekend because now and, she like likes yeah. him yeah well she's not I a think, pussy sorry. i think part of it is that he's stood up for himself <laughs> sorry, sorry my 90s is showing he wasn't being a bitch <laughs> <laughs> part of it is that he stood up for himself part of it i think is that he revealed to her that he liked her and maybe she reevaluated like actually he's not that bad i don't know he's clean he's got that 90s wedge haircut he's not a bitch um, anymore. he's not a bitch anymore <laughs> he's from what he's i can tell amazing. he's friends with chuck norris he lives maybe 100 feet from my house because her mansion is right around the corner from his hovel oh dude the, him and him and bo bridges are in the the gardening shed on the property of yes. this mansion <laughs> that's the house finger quote house they're living in and then we get my favorite daydream of the movie this is the one from the hitman which is another chuck norris movie is this the one that looks like uh jean-claude van yes, damme the hard target hard warehouse. target okay so i didn't know there was a chuck norris one so you're gonna have to lighten me on that but i kept thinking i was like did they predict hard target that black coat that mullet yeah the no, Chuck Norris in a movie, pinata factory. The Chuck Norris movie. He's trying to stop drug dealers, which you can pretty much tell in this movie because it's it's uh, Joe Piscopo playing like a Batman villain uh-huh. who's just cackling like the fucking Joker. All I was and, thinking was the trickster, which yeah, Mark Hamill played. Yeah, like the tricks, like Mark Hamill's trickster, who was in the Flash, in the uh, Flash. television yeah. series, oh, yeah. the early one and the the newer one. But they're talking about adding like or adding <laughs> shit to candy, and there's just barrels that are labeled MSG and smog <laughs> and toxic waste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so Gotham. Oh, I loved it. I was like, smog. We're coming up with my biggest laugh of the movie, by so, the way. I, I just love this one because it's the most over the top. Because Joe Piscopo yes. is literally a comic book villain in this one. Mm-hmm. He's laughing and cackling. And, he is eating up the screen. Yeah, and... It, they end up so Chuck Norris and Barry both have this like slick back wet mullet and the the black jacket mm-hmm. and they end up getting this guy who's like a guard, Preach a thug it. or whatever, and they put him on a chair and they tie him up and they like push him down a ramp so that it distracts everybody. And they're like, What the fuck is that? And then there's just like a big explosion and like a big shootout. And it's just, it's silly because again, no one gets killed. It's just like a lot of explosions and people getting covered a lot in pink. Yeah. <laughs> like just so many noises to let you know, like no one's getting killed. Sure. Okay. Okay. There's shotguns. Sure. But watch this. Yeah. Because that's, that's the thing in Hitman is Chuck Norris with a shotgun just blasting dudes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. My favorite laugh of this movie, though, because Joe Piscopo says he's like, kill him, you know, screaming and shit. And one of the guys picks up another guy and treats him like an assault (laughs) rifle while the guy being held has a gun (laughs) shooting him. So he's holding. You have to imagine my pantomimes for this or watch (laughs) the movie. But he's holding his buddy and shaking him like a gun while his buddy is shooting a gun. Yes. Uh, I I rewound it. I fucking rewound it, man. Um, I will have to say. The title of the movie is here. Okay. Uh, After... Uh, Barry shoots his little bazooka and like shoots the pink goo everywhere or whatever. It says, He shot his goo everywhere? He shot his goo everywhere. Have a seat right here. Uh, The subtitle is Chuck Chuckling. (laughs) 
<laughs> you couldn't just like put a dash like Chuck Oling. Like you couldn't make that happen. <laughs> you could have just put chuckling. Yeah. Because you could see Chuck Norris. Like usually when they put the name, it's because it's off screen. It says Chuck Chuckling. Oh, uh, but these riders are having fun. They're being a little chucky. They are being chucky. <laughs> They're being so chucky instead of chicky. And the, the, the girl is the teacher at it the beginning the of the fantasy. Uh huh. And then when they break in to let her out, it has become Winnie Cooper. Yep. Yes. And, and even Norris is very disappointed. Yeah, Chuck, wouldn't you be? Because now he has to have a seat. Yeah. He does. Well, He's actually, like, well, what about me? Yeah, where's Noreen? He goes, Chuck, this is my fantasy. Boom. Or my dream. Or and whatever now he Chuck says. is watching these two high school kids make out or more. Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat right here. <laughs> he does I go, a, oh. I, nice yeah. one for you. I was, yeah, Chuck, you deserve a good seat. <laughs> but still have a seat. <laughs> Chuck does that. He's like, oh. Aww. Like all disappointed. I was really funny. getting used to banging your future stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> so. They go to the zoo, or I think first uh, Cellini is like, hey, you want to have another fight? Let's do it at this karate tournament, Karate Kid Part 5. It is, it, <laughs> it is, yeah, it's a, a continuation of this, like, you want to fight me? You want a chance? You want a chance well, to this fight was, me? Well, this was a big thing, starting with Karate Kid, because Karate Kid was a surprise hit. It cost, like, I don't remember, it was, like, in the teens of millions, not uh-huh. very much, and it made in the hundreds of millions. Oh, yeah. I don't have the numbers, but, like, it was a huge thing. So, after that, there was a ton of martial arts movies, not a lot, surprisingly, featuring children until, like, the 90s. So, mm-hmm. 85 was the first Karate Kid. It took five or so years to, for people to realize kids want to see the kids doing this shit. Yeah. Right. But this year, this same year, 92. Or Pat Morita. This same year, 92, we have Three Ninjas also, which we'll be doing for this month. Yes, we will. It's the same year. Don't touch so. that. Yeah. <laughs> don't hear yeah that dial. <laughs> don't hear yeah that dial. You stay right here. <laughs> That's the winner. <laughs> stay right here. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm a tum-tum. Sorry. <laughs> oh, classic cold energy. So I yet know. another training montage. And this one, he's teaching him to break the blocks, which comes back around. Mm-hmm. And... Mako breaks the blocks. I think it's easily with wood, actually. But the fucking Barry like breaks his wrist on the wood. Yeah, as does. you would the first, like without any direction. If I just gave you a board to to break you and like how to do it. hit that, you'd be like, all right, cool. But ow, ow, my hand is broken. Yeah, Thanks. thank you. Fuck you. Yeah, and it's not we, a trial by error kind of thing. No. And this training montage ends with Mako like hustling people at this park. Oh he's yeah, doing, like a fucking like hat game thing, and a little three card Monty, yeah. a shell game insert, shell game. There yeah, you go. insert whatever region you're from. And then he looks between the moms at the park and he sees not Brandon. But Brandon. Barry. Or Barry. Barry. Sorry, I have a friend named Brandon that I call Barry. So. Oh, okay. I thought making a plan is Brandis, you know, thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brandis. You're right. Yeah. Anyways, um, not him doing the nunchucks on the side of the hill. Yeah, there's some 35-year-old like, guy who's pretending to be Jonathan Oh, oh, like you were saying, yeah. It's not him. Yeah. Supposed to be. Because this person is doing amazing nunchuck work. Uh-huh. Nunchaku. No, I just always think back to uh, fuck Blank Man. You brought the nunchucks. <laughs> Love that movie. By the way, coming attraction, probably. You stay right here. <laughs> stay right here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just love that Mako's like hustling people. He's like, well, I'm not at the restaurant. I need to make some money. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. But is that also- Oh, Barry had uh, referenced the- it earlier. He's like, I'm not playing cards with you for money again. You already took me for like six bucks. Like, yeah. And when he tells him like, hey, go home. You don't even have any more money. So I don't <laughs> need you here. So but- it's setting a little precedence that the uncle's a hustler. Is that not also, um, what is that word? 
where trope? no not a trope joke. but like <laughs> oh i think it's a joke <laughs> when he called, like when earlier they called him charlie or you might as well work at a laundromat oh like, just got oh, a racist so stereotype oh, like, like um it c- you know what it could be but i'm not taking it that way i'm taking it is that just he's a, just, just uh, like he's, he's got fat he's taking he's got a quick use of hands so yeah he's so who's yep. working at the restaurant and he's bored well he had people working there mm. He's I mean, the executive you, you chef. say that, but here in the tournament, which is coming up right now, he's like, well, I got to go. Someone's got to run this fucking restaurant. Valid point, dude. <laughs> you know what? I, I take back what I said. Even though there were people there, when Barry's working out at this restaurant, all I'm thinking about is sweat. Yep. There what? is Houston humidity Ugh. sweat in that kitchen, and this kid's doing pull-ups on some fucking equipment. They don't have to equipment. add salt to anything. Gross. Yeah. That's the secret <laughs> ingredient I'm not eating there. there. That's the secret ingredient there. It's, it's there's human no sweat. There's no MSG, and there's no salt added. There's no, there's salt added. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's biceps. It's just trickling off his naked armpit. Oh, oh dude, have a seat, <laughs> Whitney. Have a seat. So they go to sign up for this tournament, which, by the way, you should have signed up already. Yeah. Oh, by the way, all the other people in line. And are I'll sign like, up when I get there. All the other people in line are like forty or fifty year old, like people. Oh, like, okay. So they show up with the applications for three people. Yeah. yeah. And this fucking douchebag. Oh, it's just, just like, is this a else. joke? There's four of you. There should be four people. A team. Mm, uh, a team step aside. is four. So now to the point that you're trying to make, when he steps aside, there is conservatively 40-year-olds, yeah. maybe 50 to 60-year-old people that are not in shape, like, Ugh, I can't believe they're holding up the... You, what are you Yeah, the one for? guy literally what waves are you doing his hand, here? like, what? get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. What, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Let you me tell you, know? what, what are you doing here? You breaking bricks? Huh? You doing the kata? Huh? <laughs> and then maybe the real Chuck Norris shows up at this tournament. Again, this could all be a fantasy. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, Joe I Piscopo yes. does go to talk shit to him. Like he goes over there and he's he's taunting Chuck Norris and he's like, "I would uh, too bad you don't compete anymore because I'd love to kick your ass." And you know, Chuck you know, Norris just like in your dreams, buddy. And then he walks away. He's like, "Some people never change." Yeah. You know what? You know what I'd love to do? Talk about this bolo tie that Chuck Norris Ooh. is wearing for the next fucking hour. Oh yeah, he's just he's. I mean, this is Texas formal. This is that. Yeah, this is Texas formal. Dude, but he's got this man in black thing going. Yeah, black suit, black shirt, black pants. Black Cadillac, denim pants. Black I mean, wait, jeans. no Cadillac. Sorry, wrong song. <laughs> black coat, white shoes, black hat. Bolo Chuck tie. Chuck Norris attack. <laughs> Bolo tie. That boy's a ginger bomb. That boy's a ginger bomb. Um, and then Noreen goes up to ask Chuck to be their fourth. You don't really see it. She like calls him aside. She's like, hey, can I talk to yeah, you? Yeah, because somebody says, like, why don't you ask Chuck? And like, well, what is that? Some like, I think uh, uh, Barry's like, what do you ask Chuck? Well, yeah, no, they don't, right. Barry doesn't know no, it's, until it's later. It's Mako and Noreen. Oh, she oh Mako says but it. But when they go to sign up for... Like they go back and they have Chuck Norris on the thing, the the fucking snarky That's where the joke dude, is. the little smarmy guy. Oh, is like, is this Chuck a fucking Norris? joke? Chuck Norris, come on, really? Chuck Norris and Chuck Norris comes up and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's and just Barry's like, Barry's not in sight. He has no idea what's happening. Yeah, he's watching the tournament. He, Barry, yeah, Barry's but sitting Chuck Norris comes up and he's like, he's you got a problem watching. with that, son? Yeah, and the guy's like. Uh, no, sir, Mr. Norris. Like, <laughs> just pouring gallons but of sweat. <laughs> like, it's, like it's airplane his, the movie. He's still doing his snarky thing. He's like, uh, nope. That's just how this guy talks. Yeah, he's, I he's think that's the, that's the least amount of snark he can give you. He's got the most punchable face, though. He, you know what? I would have loved this guy to get a straight punch. Later, when there's multiple people get thrown off this mat, land on this guy for me. Yep. Please. Give me one. Please. Uh, during, during the exhibitions, we see the guy in the sparkle gi. Oh, I yeah. This fucking, like, uh, bedazzled fucking gi that he's wearing while he's doing like his the, the background of this is beautiful. We, this is where we get to the guy that I was talking about. Yeah. I mean, there are just so many people. Um, but I will say, Sparkle Gi, I think 
he's under the white ninja costume in the first flashback. Yes. Because he's doing the, the same the exact same kick. It could where, be. Where him and Chuck Norris link arms and kick in the air and spin around. He's doing that solo now. Yeah. And it looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, where he's just uh, the one standing on one foot and spinning. If I was a betting man, I would say it's the same actor. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say. I'm not a betting man. Um, also, the the... The referee that shows up whenever people are fighting with this American flag gi that he's wearing. Oh, yeah. Dude, I <laughs> loved that. I was like, get it on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Barry is watching the tournament. He's watching people compete in whatever the katas and the weapons demonstrations and stuff. And you see the black shoes come up behind him on the stairs. Because, by the way, this kid's sitting on the fucking stairs. People paid for these seats. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Come on, Barry. Um, but you see the black he shoes. He paid to be in the tournament, so he can sit where he fucking wants. He didn't pay. Barry's thing clapping at this guy's performance, and he looks around, and Chuck Norris is sitting behind him, and he's just like he's clapping, and he's looking, and he sees him, and he's just like he shits his pants. Literally, yeah. you can what hear the go- fuck. You just hear the. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, it's a good thing I'm not wearing what I'm wearing right now in this tournament because it's wet. <laughs> I got a brown gi. Is that okay? <laughs> And that's when Chuck kind of tells him, he's like, hey, why don't you and I go win this thing? And Barry's like, the fuck? And I mean, like, is Barry just kind of like, man, this daydream is dope. Right? right? This daydream he is lit. Between, he doesn't know the difference between reality and fantasy yeah. at this point. And neither do we. <laughs> like, as a viewer, we just don't really know. I don't know. I think that he's really there. Okay. That's, I, I mean, I that's the storyline. Your team yes. Chuck is real. My team Chuck that's is real. That's the storyline, yeah. But this kid is, there's a lot of problems with this kid. I don't know, man. I mean, yes, that is the movie is Chuck Norris is there. Uh-huh. But he also does disappear in like a, a gust of wind at, at the end of the movie. So he Batmans <laughs> right out of this place. Yeah, he, oh, he, he had somebody kill his parents. <laughs> he jacked his way out of there. Oh, have a seat, Whitney. <laughs> right here. Come on, have a seat. It's warmed up for you. Right, There's is. been a bunch of butts in this seat all, all month. <laughs> I want it cold. So I think Noreen does a women's kata thing, but then the Stone Dojo's person wins, and the woman doing that is credited as herself. And Aaron Norris mentioned that he put her in because he's seen her perform a bunch of times. I gotta she's say, she's kicked his ass. I gotta say, I like the kata. It's fine. Why aren't these women allowed to fight though? It's a lot of them isn't spar. A lot of it is not sparring now. A lot of it is just technique. Uh, well, I, think, I don't. So I don't you like have that. different. You have different yeah. categories. You have the kata. You have the weapons demonstrations. You have the actual freestyle. They do say men's freestyle fighting, so there yeah. is a women's freestyle fighting. We just don't we just see didn't it get in the movie. I, I wanted to see our girl. Uh, the teacher. I, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, all dude, she does please. is the kata, which is yeah. kind of annoying. The kata is basically floor exercises with tai chi. Yeah, yeah. And I'm it. not saying I I can't do it. Let me just start by saying I can't do it. <laughs> also, let me just say it's boring to watch. Also, I mean, I get she what gets if I was doing the flamenco. She gets second place, and it's it's oh, very man, much like your. No, no, no. <laughs> it's very much like the floor exercises and gymnastics, where it's it's choreographed to music and stuff. But she gets second place. Out of like the three people, four people they show at least part of their performance, hers was not the best. No. But for movie purposes, she gets second place. So that way they can end up being tied at the end. And maybe it is the best. We just don't know shit about traditional. Well, I mean, it doesn't, it's not the most visually interesting. Right, like, right. From the outside in. Did you see the numbers that they were posting? Because. Oh, these numbers are skyrocketing. Yeah. So. Six uh, to 36. What is it? <laughs> Casey's clan or whatever we call it. <laughs> Stone Dojo? Yeah, Stone Dojo. 
and Casey's clan and crew, <laughs> all with K's. It's Kelly, but again, Kelly's clan. Kelly's clan. <laughs> Kelly's kick-ass clan. Don't ask about the, the abbreviations. <laughs> everybody else has six. Like ten other people, just six. Like, yeah. Yeah, once they finally show the scores, it's like 36 to 36, and then like the next highest person is like 18. I'm Why'd like, you even show up? Uh, and then we have the rock-breaking one where- Yeah, there's a breaking competition. They're looking for Mako because he was supposed to come back already. Yeah, Cellini breaks eight bricks. Yep. And then Mako shows up in his apron and shit, and the, the announcers are having a field day with it. The ref is like, hey, you're not wearing a gi. And he's like, what the fuck do I need a gi for? I'm just breaking rocks. Yeah. yeah. Eat a dick. I love it. I, I, I genuinely love him with his apron. He's got this beautiful fedora and old man oh, cardigan. I love and it. he is just wrecking these fucking bricks. These He's asshole announcers. The, the, oh my God, these cheese ball announcers. Who, who end up eating crow afterwards. And they say it. But they're sitting there, they're like, uh, does red or white wine go with brick breaking? <laughs> these, to give you an idea of what these guys are, um, uh, fucking the parody of Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Okay. It's the, the comedian that plays Harry the king. No, oh. no, 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 no. I was thinking. Richard something. He plays the king where he's like, either way, we'll have a little fun. Yes. Like the they're Jewish very, guy, they're um, very booby, baby. Yeah. You know, and like the, the, this Not guy's got. I can't think of his name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Every, I think everyone listening would know guy. him talking about Richard something. He something. was a comedian. Yeah. But yeah, these guys are just like shitheads almost like i want rodney danger feel like hey what kind of what kind of wine serves best with bricks oh that would have been better um, would have been much better <laughs> <laughs> would have been better better movie, I was, better movie. I, i'm thinking of you're talking about that i'm thinking of uh richard lewis dodgeball richard yes, lewis thank you richard lewis i'm thinking of dodgeball though with uh, uh jason bateman <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a bold move, Cotton. He's going to forfeit. Ooh, a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> so Mako comes in and he's... Wait, I I'm guess- not done with announcers. Let's go to one of my favorites, uh, Best in Show. Oh, is it like Will Ferrell Fred- as Harry Carey? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, he's trying to break, break, break eight bricks here. Let's see if it happens. Uh, no, it's uh, Fred Willard in Best in Show. The, the, yeah. the, the oh. one about the dogs. Yes. And the yes. one guy is very good and he knows what he's doing. And Fred Willard's like, can we get him like a Sherlock uh, Holmes hat and a little pipe? Yeah. Uh, the dogs <laughs> don't get props. Uh, no, no, I don't think you're getting what I'm saying. I he would look really him, good. <laughs> oh, I love him. This is It's the hound dog, right? It's, it's yeah. the dude with the hound dog. I want any of these announcers, played by Christopher Guest, yes. I want any of these announcers over what we got. I will take anything. I will take you and you over those two. Oh, insert me. Baby, Bobby, he's breaking bricks. Bricks, hey. Bricks. All right. So the more times they say Bubby, the more I'm assuming they're doing cocaine, right? In between uh, competitions. If you I watch would this take movie Bubby from fucking Narracho's Chamber, um, the fuck you just say? The Racho's Chamber? <laughs> the offer? Nacho Chamber? No. <laughs> Nacho Chamber. If you're listening and you understand what Whitney's saying, please write <laughs> us at Bad about, Movies Worst People at Gmail. What's his fuck from uh, Die Hard? But I... Oh, Hans. Hans. Uh, not Hans. The guy talking. Ta- <laughs> Alice. Booby. We saw him in yes. Supergirl. Yes. All right. We're back on him. track, folks. <laughs> I knew where she was going, but I don't Welcome know where Nacho back Chamber came Speaking from. Whitney 101. Tamaki Towers. Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi Towers. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> no, it's definitely not. I'm just saying. Uh, I believe it's Totoro Towers. Uh, uh, no. Nakatomi. Uh, Nakatomi. I know. Sakatomi Towers. Sakatomi Towers. One more time. So, yeah, Mako so, like, does his whole, you got to feel the energy, and he goes, one more break. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so oh, he breaks nine. You know why? Fuck you. He breaks nine, which is then forgotten in five minutes when uh, Barry and Cellini have to have the brick off. And can we talk about the brick off though? And Ooh. why I think this makes this bully such a um, capital pussy? 
Because this whole time he gives him the flyers like, you want a chance at me? He you want a fucking it. chance at me, dude? Here, join this tournament. So now we have a tie and we have to have a face off. And they say, what do you guys want to do? The challenger, the the, uh, the stone dojo gets to pick. And he says, brick break off. Why wouldn't you be like one-on-one fucking yeah. fight? I, you want to know why? We watched, because uh, we Jonathan Brandis can't behind, fight. We watched behind the scenes stuff with uh, the producer. Basically, it came down to, well, we weren't trying to rip off Karate Kid. And it ended with uh, Johnny Lawrence and... Ralph Macchio, which an actor's name, and a, don't worry about it. <laughs> it ended with Johnny William Lawrence. Zabka. Yes, Billy Zabka and uh, Ralph Macchio fighting, and they didn't want to do that because Karate Kid. Karate Kid did it. Kid, so. Karate Kid did it. I get that, but also, fuck you, because now this uh, bully is weak. Yeah. Because it's like, we'll break bricks against each other. Well, if it makes it any better, this movie also ends with the hero cheating to win. Yeah. Because yeah. he has to add another brick, and then Mako lights them on fire, well, that's why which would <laughs> make them more structurally unstable. Sa- we watched this separately, by the way, yes, for everyone listening. Yes, we did And I had the same thought. I'm like, you're weakening the bricks. That's what thousand. These are not fire-safe also, bricks. So right here is the 100% the reason Norris joined their team. So, you know, we didn't see the conversation. Um, Noreen Chan asked Chuck Norris to join the team. And you're like, why would he join? That's weird. Well, because basically she was like, well, Joe Piscopo is kind of our like nemesis. Yeah. And Chuck Norris is like, oh, I'll join your team. Oh, that heel? Yes. I, I do the men's freestyle and that's it because I'm going to fight the fuck out of Joe <laughs> Piscopo. I'm breaking no bricks. Oh I my ain't doing no kata. I, I ain't going to show you my nunchucks. By the way, this gi that Norris is wearing, UFAF <laughs> on the back, uh-huh. that's a real thing. That's United real United gi, Fighting Arts Federation, which was founded by Chuck Norris. Yeah, yeah, I figured it would be his thing. He also created, uh, not created, but he like founded, which most movie actors seem to do, like martial arts actors. He has his own form of um, martial arts. It's like a combination of some of the things he knows. And it's called something along of like nunchuck dough or something oh, like that. I, I didn't write it down. Down and I wish I would have, but it's something real. like or Nunkuck dough, which was might be worse. <laughs> but it's definitely got like a Chuck sounding. He's thing got his it. own brand of that. porn where he fucks your wife, and it's called Chuckhold. <laughs> oh. It's uh, it's catching on. I mean, I'm in, I'm in it. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a Chuckhold. <laughs> You're a Chuckhold. Yeah. Uh, did you watch He's your not. wife have sex with Chuck Norris? Yeah, loved every second of it. <laughs> Like, I was here for it. was Chuck fucking Norris. Chuck Norris. You're telling me I'm not watching? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the closet dressed like Superman. What is it? Undeclared. <laughs> is it, it's undeclared where one of the girls has sex with Adam Sandler. And when the boyfriend finds out, she's like, he's like, you had sex with Adam Sandler? That is awesome. <laughs> like, he's not mad at all. She's like, I cheated on you. Like, I t- he's mad at first. But it's like, you cheated on me with Adam Sandler? That's terrific. <laughs> uh, so they have their fight. Norris beats the shit out of oh my gosh. Piscopo. He has no times? fucking chance. Joe Piscopo gets times? one hit on. You yeah. know, you know when when he fucking does this cheap fake shot. knuckles. Like, yep. hey, dude, let's go and boop, cheap shot. Yeah, because they're about to start, and he's like, like, hey, one, let's let's oh, have friends. Oh, yeah, he's oh. dancing around like, oh, look at me, yeah, I'm fucking dope. I'm Everybody's from Brooklyn. It's not Andrew Dice Clay. It's no, it is. Piscopo. It is at this moment though. <laughs> it, at this moment, it is Andrew Dice Clay. And then Chuck keeps <laughs> kicking his ass, and he's like, "You know what?" And then he takes that gi off, and he yeah, takes he strips. Oh, but before off. that, though, Chuck knocks this guy out, which uh, hits him at least, which would have been the final score. And Chuck looks at the ref and goes, "No point, no point." Ooh, I don't know if he caught happened? that. Okay, because yeah. she, she yeah. mentioned she's like, "Isn't it like three points?" Because yeah, no, Chuck okay. Norris looks right at the ref and just real low, like no point. And the ref just loving Chuck. So you know, I was like, All right. Good. Well, All this, right. is, "This is Chuck Norris in Texas." 
You do what Chuck Norris says. Absolutely. It's a state <laughs> he law. Is, he is the is. Texas Ranger. Yeah. You can go to jail for not helping Chuck Norris with anything. When Chuck Norris looks you in the eyes and says, no point, no point. No point. No point. <laughs> when Chuck Norris has a uh, flat tire, you give him the tires off your fucking car. You just give him <laughs> your car. If you have a flat tire, Chuck Norris picks you up and takes you and your car to the next tire station. Yes, but, and, and, and he, he doesn't does. mean picks you up like tows you. He picks up your car. Yeah, mm-hmm. he carries that shit. No, but if Chuck <laughs> Norris has a flat tire, first of all, he would just he yell would at never. it and it would reinflate. Yes, it would. But <laughs> if it didn't, for some reason, he would just take your car and you'd stay on the side of the road with his car waiting but for he would AAA. Never let you yep. stay. <laughs> he would never let you stay. He would tow his car with your vehicle. <laughs> uh, so at this point, Joe Piscopo strips down and does the oh, and I mean hard flex, motherfucker, oily, like, veiny. Have well, a seat. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. That um, Neo from the Matrix when he like flexes and the world stretches around him. Yes, that's what I was <laughs> expecting. Oh, that would be great to see, dude. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Because Joe Piscopo. There's a Piscopo? glitch in the Piscopo. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Chuck in the Matrix. Oh, the Matrix ch- is fucked. There's a Chuck in the Matrix. If the, if the Chuck gets in the Matrix, dude, machines better run. Oh. Uh, so Chuck Norris Earth. kicks Joe Piscopo in the face, and he flips over like a hundred times. I do like this camera work. Like it is that. Oh, well, I guess wow. Aaron, Aaron Norris said. Aaron it's Norris said thing. they put him on a rotating thing. Oh no, you and, can see it. And Piscopo is like, "How many times are you going to flip me?" And he's like, "I don't know, like a hundred And Piscopo's like, "No," but they're friends, so he said he's like, "I was just fucking." So I did him. say I didn't really love the Piscopo. I am going to give him top marks for being in it. In over it the, the whole time. You, over at, the top. At, the we talked time. about the fun scene where it's over the top with the MSG and the smog and the candy. Yeah. At one point, he gets like stuck to the ceiling yeah. in full <laughs> pingu makeup. And all I thought about was like, you're a sport, dude. You mean like scary movie? Like scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different color goo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like this is Piscopo could have easily, you know, been an asshole. I mean, like, dude, I'm not going to sit in a makeup chair. No, he I'm not going to sit in this strap that flips you around. I-, I know Joe Piscopo wasn't doing shit in 93. He was but loving every minute of it. He's trying his dick off in Again, this movie. Again, he's friends with Nor- Norris. Yeah, so I think it was uh, they, like. like dinner together and everything dude i'm friends with you you can't cover me in pingu watch me <laughs> uh, all i have to do is push this button and then you seat, get restrained have a seat derek oh you're an adult okay um damn it chris hansen does not have my back <laughs> nope. i was forced to have sex against my will oh really how old are you 41 okay you can not have a seat you can leave. <laughs> yeah, call the police. Take it up oh. with them. Uh, call the police. I only help people that can get me good ratings. Uh, call the police. Call, call the police. police. <laughs> so now we get the brick breaking compil- competition. Compilation. Compilation. The, 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 the brick breaking compilation. Of Kinda. Ch- Cellini does six bricks, which is like, come on, pussy. You did eight earlier. Cellini the weenie. Yeah. So then Barry does seven, and he's very surprised he does it, and so are we. Because we've seen him break zero at this point. Yeah, we saw him break. Oh, no, I think he broke like were... three or four in the because during the montage. Oh, yeah, dur- we didn't mention it. during the montage. There's a point where there's all these other Asian dudes watching him train, and this guy is, has this little tiny bowl of noodles that he's Chopsticks. like he's, 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 he's slurping it, which you do, but he's doing it for like three minutes. I'm like that bowl has been empty. I know how big those bowls are. And sir, you cannot slurp that long. <laughs> nope. But so Cellini breaks six, Barry breaks seven, Cellini has to do eight, and he asks for one more and doesn't break it. Cocky motherfucker. I guess Whitney was saying because he broke eight, that's why Barry has to do nine. I'm like, well, technically Barry only has to do eight because, yeah, he did break eight of the nine, but, but he eight failed. Send if him if to Barry a... did eight, then they'd be tied and yep. they'd have to go again, so he needs well, they would, to do the that's my. Breaker. That's what I'm saying is I don't think you they'd be tied. I don't think they'd be tied because 
yes, he broke eight, but he didn't break nine, which means he failed. So it doesn't matter. No, but he so still technically has one seven more. was the last thing. No, when did you guys go to like karate school night classes? Actually, I had I, my best friends. I sat in uh, classes My dad with is them, a black so belt in taekwondo, so I have a lot of. My dad owns a dojo. <laughs> my dad owns so. a dojo. Okay. But no, you have to, because he did get eight, so he completed eight, just not the ninth. So I just don't think that counts. Either way, we're about it's to get some bullshit cheating. Brennan yeah, it doesn't it. matter. So Piscopo, by the way, is crying like a fucking baby when yeah. that kid comes over. He's like, if you can't do it, you do it. Bit. And he like slaps him in the he head. Sla- yeah, he's all like, like you said. the fucking leg. Cartoon John Kreese. <laughs> yeah. He is. He's caricature John Kreese. He, a thousand percent. So Mako is like, Somebody's and Mako literally tells the, Barry at this point, hey, this will help you. But they let him do it anyway. He pours lighter fluid all over these bricks and lights them on fire. Okay. So cheating. the idea- it's supposed to be the fire intensifies it and makes it harder, which will make Barry focus. The reality is fire on brick cheating. Yep. Well, and I mean, the idea is for the movie's purposes to make a more exciting denouement here is these bricks are on fire. It looks yeah. cooler. Yeah. But it's cheating. It is cheating. And Barry does it and he wins. And then we get this. Dude, this is one of my favorite shots of the movie. You have like shots out in the crowd of like the stage and you see people cheering and celebrating. And these two guys go for a high five, like in silhouette and just miss. Oh. Air ball, high five. You got bobbed. I'm we like, 100% rewound that and watch that again. Yeah, I was like, wait, sure. you can't reshoot these dudes high fiving? Nobody noticed. And the, the editor's like, oh my God, you guys are idiots. Can you fucking slap five correctly? Fantastic. No, I, that's- well, the editor noticed and was like, yeah, I'm using it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm making you look like idiots. Uh, and I think it's Chuck at this point that tells him, hey, dream, because he tells Chuck, so the tournament ends, and apparently these guys stayed for hours because everybody's gone, uh-huh. and Barry is sitting outside on a bench, and Chuck Norris sits next to him, and he's like, this whole thing's been like a dream, Chuck, which maybe, maybe. maybe. a dream. And Chuck says, dreams come true, Barry, if you believe enough, or something along those lines. Something along those lines. Oh, like, we've, at, the, at, the, at the zoo, the uncle, or I'm calling him uncle, because that's what everyone Yeah, he's on. uncle. He's, yeah. he's uh, Noreen's uncle. So. so he says something about the tortoise, where this desert tortoise dreams it can dance, and Barry's like, well, tortoise can't dance. He goes, yeah, they, if they dream it enough, they can. And that's kind of Chuck Norris just reiterating yeah. and a different paraphrasing of it's it. It's a kid's movie. Believe in yourself and you can do anything. Absolutely. Because you're trying, to, you're, yeah, you're trying to pass on this thing to children that you can do anything you dream, even though as adults we know that reality does I'm not gonna work I'm going to make a movie for kids called So What? You Pump Gas. <laughs> I think you should. We need something for those kids. So what? You're a forty. So what? You're a forty-year-old busboy. So so what? You're a forty-one-year-old bartender. (laughs) Hey, hey, that's fine. Um, We don't have people who pump gas here, though. That's true. They took full service away. Uh But after he tells them dreams come true, (laughs) full service massage parlors still exist. Uh, After he tells them dreams come true, Barry like turns around and there's like a gust of wind and chuck is gone yeah you can almost hear sparkles in it yeah and barry leaves and the magazine he's been carrying around this whole movie this black belt magazine with chuck norris which Cellini ripped up and he retaped and all this stuff he leaves it behind because he no longer needs chuck norris as a crutch because he's a successful something something yeah he's a good boy now he's dating winnie cooper yes and we we set up a sequel that i don't really understand where this kid in a wheelchair rolls up 
and finds the magazine and is like, oh, because shit. Did you really crunch. just mean to say that wheelchair kid rolls up? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, he does. He rolls up. All right. I'm not I'm not being an asshole. He rolls up. <laughs> I thought you mean like the kind of like the, the, I don't know, like slang. Like he rolls so up. he rolls up on this magazine. No, no, I meant it. He rolls up. And he finds the magazine. Always and he's like, your puns. And he's like, fucking awesome. And he takes the magazine. And Aaron Norris did say, like, it, he set it up in case there could be a sequel. And I'm sitting here going, what sequel? Yeah. Because the, you, you can believe he can because walk, you know what? can walk. Yeah, exactly. Barry wow. believed he didn't. What a shithead. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That. That's what I'm thinking, though. Because I'm like, what? So Barry believed that he didn't have asthma and he didn't. So this kid believes that he's not a fucking Where paraplegic. Where are we going next? He's There's not? a fucking kid with cancer that just doesn't believe he's going to die, so Although, he doesn't? Noreen. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, that was the original script. That was the original script. Julia Nixon said in an interview like that apparently there was somebody who came up to her at some convention or some signing or something who was a person in a wheelchair that was like, hey, I saw this movie and like it really inspired me. It meant a lot to me, whatever. So, I mean, maybe it did mean something. But into my head, I'm just like, are you about to set up a sequel where this kid's like, if I believe hard enough, my legs will work? I'm happy that it meant something to works. anybody. Yeah, it's I'm not great. taking that away. That's great. But yeah, I, I like, I'm, I'm going to echo what Derek said. Like, that's just not a good setup for, <laughs> I believe I can walk. Yeah. Uh, by the way, in the credits, yeah, I double checked Eric Norris. Uh, I had to look him up. This is Chuck Norris's youngest son. He was born in 1965. Chuck Norris's youngest son was born 20 years before me. Yeah. Wow. Also, that is fucking insane. Well, this movie's 1992. Movie? I didn't know Chuck Norris was in his like 50s. He was in his yeah. mid 50s. He was Chuck born Norris in the 40s. That, he hit that good like stasis kind of thing where it's like. You look like a grizzled 35-year-old for your whole life. Hey, you know, you have something to look forward to. Apparently, gingers don't age. Yeah. No, we Wait, do. Did you, he, <laughs> he was born in the 40s? Are you sure? Yeah. Because my my mother and my uncle were born in the 40s. My uncle, 46. My mother, 49. I, I mean, I didn't write it down. I'm almost... I have it right here. Just fresh off the press. Yes. Chuck Norris's birthday is March 10th, 1940. Oh. Okay, so barely. Okay. I was thinking like barely. 45 or something. Yeah, so. Barry. 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 But yeah, so oh, that's that movie. Bully. What the fuck ever. Uh, what did you So, think? want me to go first? Yeah. I'm against my better judgment. I'm going to recommend this movie. <laughs> um, I think it's fun enough if... I will much higher recommend Last Action Hero. Yeah. If you're just between these two, just watch Last Action Hero. Yeah, just go Last Action. Um, I think it's fine. I've watched it twice in the last like three months because I got the the 4K ultra high definition and I watched it immediately and was like, I was not that impressed. And then when we rewatched it for the movie. I was or the podcast. I was like better than I thought last time. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's stupid as fuck. Uh, maybe be willing to pass out. You know, like you, you calling you, this like a uh, hangover afternoon? Kind yeah, of movie you, you for know, you. you're waking up, your brain doesn't feel that good. You turn you on dry brain. You turn on, you know, whatever cable channel still exists if you have cable, and this is on. This was on channel 18. If you didn't have cable, mm-hmm. yeah, UPN, <laughs> yeah, KTTU, KTTU, either or. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> How which about was you, UPN, lady? Right? But I'm gonna say I give it a halfy. Recommend or not recommend? I do. Oh God, I do kind of recommend it. Only because, like you said, it is a fun hangover movie to watch. It's not something you I have didn't to pay say attention that. I was, to. I was asking that. Oh, you said that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look at you over here because people can see. Who yeah, they can hear where to. you were. Looking. Everyone knows where you're looking. <laughs> um, I'm going to say I do give it a recommend, only for the simple fact that you have Mako, and this guy is awesome, and then you also have Joe, who's being just—he's literally eating the script up as he's 
like it was just fun. Just there taking was bites out of the script, and spitting it in Barry's face. Exactly. So I'm gonna go off of that. I yeah. don't recommend it because okay, Piscopo is eating set when it didn't need to be eaten, and nobody else is enjoying the same buffet he is. True. So for me, it's just not a recommend. It's what hour over an hour and forty. Yeah, it's, it's one forty one. One forty one, and that's not absurdly long. But I would have enjoyed it much more as like a little fucking snack at one twenty five. Give or take. So for okay. me, it wasn't the worst thing I've watched. It's not the worst thing we've done on this podcast. Um, I will probably go the rest of my life never watching it. And, you know, I was very iffy about First Kid last week. And I would, for me personally, I would rather watch this again than First Kid. Ooh, opposite. Same. Yeah, so, yeah. Actually, I'm saying yeah, sin, sin bad over, over this for uh, me. Yeah. yeah. Make up your own minds, of course, obviously. I'm just, <laughs> you, if people who are listening should know, probably do know, I like terrible garbage things so uh, the action alone like the the karate the martial arts makes it more entertaining to me than first kid and like i said i bought I it that. i bought it and it was somewhat of a blind buy because i had seen it a bunch of times as a kid but i bought it because i was like well fuck it let's check it out and plus vinegar syndrome makes really cool covers for really bad movies so yeah. you see the cover and you're like neat i want that <laughs> um but yeah that's that's me i don't know i will watch this before i watch first kid so that's it for this week next week it'll be the wizard with Fred Savage. Uh, don't forget to check out Evasion. Um, stay tuned. We'll be talking about a coming up um, event at Dillinger Brewing, which I'm talking to Eric about. So we'll be doing that sometime soon. Or we have already done it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure how time works. <laughs> time is a flat circle, if you ask Matthew McConaughey. So. God. It's all right, all right, all right, angles, man. Uh, that's that. Check out Evasion on all their places. Check us out at badmoviesworstpeople.com. Tell your friends to follow us on social media. React to our stuff. Send us an email. Recommend a movie because we've done a bunch of theme stuff, but we're going to be getting out of that other than our, our October thing, which will be Trick or Treat Williams. Yes. And as a tribute to Treat Williams, do you have something? I was going to say, as always, if you mention this podcast at Harvard Brewing, you will get a dollar off your pint. Oh, and... Uh, Apparently, if you go in there and you tell Sasha that she's hot, you're supposed to get a dollar off a point. I think that's what a uh, pint. I think that's what Whitney told her the other day. All right, <laughs> shut, shut the podcast down. I got to go. <laughs> we love us some chocolate. She sauce. said she's she'd kick you out, though. So, you know, take that as you will. Oh, yeah, no, she can kick you out. <laughs> but that's it for this week. We will, you will hear us next week. I have been Derek. I'm Whitney. I'm Mr. Dumpling. <laughs> Good night and go chuck yourself. Ooh. <laughs>